F-O-M-E-R fields, yeah, some fields usually. Okay. So what I've got prepped for tonight is upwind. You can... (laughs) (laughs) No, this is a world map. (laughs) You can basically think of it as like a Studio Ghibli-esque, specifically, um, was it Castle in the Sky? Mm-hmm. style of game. Cool. Um, it uses the quantum system, which is a lot more narrative-driven. So not only am I setting the tone, but we're all kind of agreeing to a tone beforehand. The basic setup for it is going to be the uh, cards you've got will have in a hand. You'll be able to play from that hand. That hand will be kept secret from other players, just so they don't know exactly what you're capable of bringing. But I, otherwise, it'll be whatever you draw versus usually myself uh, as game master. But you can play against other people. Or if a lot of you have competing ideas, you all can kind of uh, blackjack style run against me as a dealer of sorts. The reason why it's referred to as the quantum system is because you can state what you want the intended outcome to be and it can even have like changes to characters, narrative arcs, anything built into it. Uh, the example I was, or that they use in the book and that I always like to go back to is, let's say you're fighting somebody, Zach, and you go, all right, I want to kill this guy and use that as a way to stop this gang from acting violent, at least for the time being. Cut off the head of the snake, body withers. I'll go, okay, cool. My counter offer, if I win, is that you do kill that man. But that man happens to be the son of another very important gang. And in successfully killing this man, you have now sparked gang warfare. Now, if you win, the person you have killed is not anybody's son of importance. If I win, they were. That's where that quantum aspect comes from. I would take that round. Sounds like a win-win for Zach. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And that's that's where we can still play to those uh, strengths of character, where it's like, oh, yeah, sure. You want to kill this guy? That's a perfect part of the flow of the story. That makes sense. Sure. There may just be other wrinkles that get introduced to it to keep things interesting. Oh, all for interesting. Now, you will notice uh, on the character sheet, there is a little crowning cards segment. Uh, when it comes to actually getting the getting the value of the cards you play down, uh, the face cards are going to be worth 10, including uh, aces as well. But anytime you play down, for example, a jack, and you want to do something sneaky... That jack now lets you crown, which is draw another card off the top of your deck and play it immediately. That then gets added into the current pool of cards that you're playing, and then you add those up, compare them to everybody else who's uh, in that current draw, and that determines whose part of the story comes out on top. Whose part of the story actually happens. If there's a tie, then you up the ante, which means both sides have to increase the stakes in some way, shape, or form. And then you will do a draw off the top, where it then goes a little bit more down to luck. So 
a basic hand you're going to want to play is going to be associated with an attribute or potentially your potential, which is your character's magical abilities. Well, this isn't even just a character sheet. This is a play map. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Two and one. Uh, <coughs> probably cool. So, uh, spade refers to kind of the domain of air. Hearts are rain. Uh, diamond is ore. And clubs is arc. Oh, good. It's still there. Yep. yep. They give you a quick little description on those. As well as yeah, a, a little bit of what that actually means when you end up playing it. Uh, whenever you're playing or making a play, all the cards you put down have to be of the same suit. As players, you will have one of those suits selected as your potential, where your character's innate magic lies, and that will be its own side deck, your potential deck, with its own hand. So you can make plays directly from that, and you can make plays directly from your actual play hand. But, especially when you're using the play hand, if you're making a play, you have to associate it with one of your character's abilities, then that ability will have a suit associated with it, and from there you will play from that suit to build up. Uh, there are a couple of other special cards. Uh, if you have a joker, the moment you play that, everybody ditches their hand, shuffles the deck, draws a new hand. But a joker also, once played, is an instant victory. No matter what numbers pop up, that comes out on top. Now, somebody else then plays a joker to counter you, we're in another tie situation. And it, it jumps goes back up to again. luck. Yep. Okay. I like it all, I like it all, I like it. So that's a lot of the basics of play. It's a very fast-paced and kind of simple, mechanically speaking, uh, game to play through. But... You'll find there's definitely a lot of nuance to it, just in coming up with what what you want to gamble for or with. Okay. You said we need one joker in. As players, yes, you've got one joker in your deck. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. <laughs> what color? Doesn't matter what color. A joker is a joker. It's only one joker, though. Yep. Okay. Hey, can you take him out to go to the bathroom, please? It's especially the awesome today. I almost right. Very sure. Well, okay, that's good to know. Okay, can you please take the dog out? Good. Everybody's got a deck. Zach, do you need one? Yeah, I didn't know to bring a deck of cards. There you go. No, you're good. Anybody else? <laughs> good. We've got another one over here. And if Jason wants to play, you can hop in and find another one. I've made characters before, but it seems to be pretty streamlined, and speed seems mostly related to how quickly you can think up. Think of Fate-like stuff. attributes. 
Yeah. You gotta name your attributes, so my take on <laughs> well, we don't have to decide on a group name. Yeah. That's the important Well, thing. I'm still... This is this Coming up with fate stuff was hard for me. Hmm. They definitely have a lot of uh, examples to help when you're making some of your decisions. They've got basically a full page and a half worth of skills, abilities, and potential. So, first, character concept. You're coming up with something basically to guide your character creation process. Now, the world of Upwind is one where uh, there has been a great technological cataclysm in the past. Bits of land has literally been flung up skyward. All right. That's not how you feel about that, Liam. <laughs> And society's kind of continued now living on these floating islands. It's a little lost tech. Yeah, it's got that kind of lost tech feel from Castle in the Sky. Uh, it, a lot of its design, I would say, pulls from different aspects of Princess Mononoke or uh, other Studio Ghibli films. Um, it seems a lot of like also made in the best, which mm-hmm. going out to discover tech and... Uh, as it stands, the the majority of action uh, will take place with you all as uh, explorer knights. You've basically gone through training. It's uh, honed your magical capabilities to a point where you can actually use these. Um, you are given a blade, which is also your identification. Um, they are the knight's blades themselves. Oh. Yeah, they're... It's, it's not just like it looks unique to your own person. Yeah, and to some degree, some people just don't use them and simply use them as ID. So it comes down to the person. more of a mark of your status rather than identification as your own person. Yep. Explorer knights are under that basic ideal of they're here to keep everybody up here as safe as possible. They come from many of these different nations, and it is very prestigious to have people from your particular nation in there, partially because of the influence that they then have on making decisions, finding stuff, and the lot. Which means a lot of you will definitely get your hands on a sky ship. So character concepts can definitely be built around your standard starship naval ship crew mentality. Okay. The samples they go with, just to give you a feel for what they're looking for in terms of character concept, is Charming Swordsman, Iron-Fisted Sky Captain, Curious Scholar, Inscrutable Mystic, Wealthy Dilettante, Reclusive Protector, Dutiful Sidekick, Hockey Pilot, Weird Psychic Girl, and Cold-Hearted Warrior. So again, these are as you may have noticed, playing into a lot of tropes of certain media. That being said, since there are four of you, it may also be good to discuss what your primary potential and role 
uh, will be. There is definitely advantages to having people in one of the each elements, but at the end of the day, honestly, it more comes down to how you use it than what it is. True in so many things. Mm-hmm. So what are we feeling? I'm gonna go with Bastard Broom Knight. Okay. Okay. Everything okay? Yeah. I just. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Family can be fun. I'm just not dramatic, and the rest of them are. Mm. And. They wanna gossip? No, they wanna be dramatic pains mm. in my ass. Mm. And I'm like, hey, quit winding yourself up and trying to wind me up. Trying to read into things that don't need to be read into. Well, and just freaking out about things that you can't do anything about. Everything? Yeah. And I'm supposed to calm them down, and I'm like, I'm really tired of this. Please, handle it yourself. I'm sorry, okay. Show them Okay. So, I'm sorry, I missed what you said, Robert. Oh, me? Um. I was going with Bastard Room Knight. Bastard Room Knight. Bastard Room Knight. That's catchy. Yes, I thought so. <laughs> As in you are a bastard in the literal or figurative sense. Yes. I like it. <laughs> I like it. What are some of the examples if they are there in Strength? there? Yeah, Maybe is, I missed those, potential? I'm sorry. No, yeah. So they've got Charming Swordsman, okay. Iron-Fisted Sky Captain, Ooh. Curious Scholar, Inscrutable Mystic, Mystic, Wealthy Dilettante, Reclusive, or Reluctant Protector, Dutiful Sidekick, Cocky Pilot, Weird Psychic Girl, and Cold-Hearted Warrior. <laughs> Weird Psychic Girl just has such a nice ring to it, guys. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Weird psychic girl. <laughs> Going in on it. When are you feeling this? Oh. I'm not feeling anything right now. You may need some like coffee and feel some things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might feel, but then I might just feel like. <sighs> you might be feeling the wrong things? Hey, he said he's not feeling anything. I thought I'd help. Uh, find out I have onset SIPA where you know, I can't feel pain. Mm. I'd be up for Inscrutable Mystic Curious Scholar. Those both sound fun. And these aren't like hard definitions. Hard, yeah. These are those are their example example ideas. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's not like they're archetypes where they give you certain mm-hmm. things. They're just to help you through character creation. Mm-hmm. They're there to guide you and something to look back to when you're like, which of these two things should I do? Mm. Which better fits Which better fits that, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's to start getting some of those uh, ideas flowing because a lot of this is coming up with like terms for some of your abilities and skills. So having that concept helps you then design a character much quicker 
because it starts narrowing what you can choose from. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with inscrutable mystic. I like it. I like it. I guess I'll do reluctant defender. All right. Second is nationality. No. Rebellion. <laughs> Rebel field 88. It's just pointing to a circle. <laughs> Are they in this particular area? Is that where I think they're in vault. Is this maybe. when you just like close your eyes and point? I mean, we, if you want to. There's also flags. <laughs> you can look at the flags. Each one of them comes with a ancestral cache, which is kind of a... C-A-C-H-E. Yep. Uh, caches are played uh, at times, if I'm remembering right, to let you, I think, draw and play another card. Mm-hmm. Anytime you blind draw and play a card, suit doesn't matter. Yeah. Gotta go with Cloud Prince Vitality. Okay. So... I'll give you the quick rundown on them, and you can let me know if they feel like your cup of tea. Their ancestral cache is, because of their uniquely pure stone ancestry, cloud characters with ore potential have a two-card innate cache they may use when playing potential plays. So there's... So, yeah. So if you were... If you had... A, or your ore potential that could then boost any of those. But, I was yeah. thinking more like arc. Let's see if they've got one. Okay, so nationality is a little bit more. It does have some lean to it, but not all of them are as like, like rigid as that one. Trump but there is, yeah, there is one for each. So Horizon, because of the mixed ancestry of Spark and Gale... Horizon characters with wind or arc potential have a one-card innate cache that they may use when making potential plays. Otherwise, Kingdom of Loft is a unmixed spark ancestry. Loftian characters with arc potential have a one-card innate cache, which they may use when making potential play. That sounds good. What was it? Uh, Kingdom of Loft, so Loftian. Their cultural cachet is a negotiation or persuasion cache. Typical Loftian male names include Benito, Celso, Gitano, Saviro, and Tonio. Whereas female, you've got Aria, Baisi. Isa, Lisa, and Zeta. For if that helps. Yeah. All right. All right. I just found where it says caches. <laughs> okay. So, ancestral it is a one card arc potential cache. Arc or wind, technically. Or for loft, it's just arc. Okay. For horizon, it is. Okay. Okay. Yep. Arc and wing. I see. Yep. Okay. The cultural cache is a one-card innate negotiation or persuasion. I'm thinking of most. Oh, hi, hi, dog. I'm thinking mostly going the rain and heart, rain and emotion. 
area. Okay. What people resonate the most with that? Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Ascent? Does that go in with um, weird psychic girl? Mm-hmm. Emotion and insight? Yeah. Cool. And it fits it so. to a T, right? right? That's what I thought. <laughs> but if I need to do wind instead, then I can do that. Okay. Uh, the Regency of Dim is a... Mm. Yeah, the Dimish. Mm. Boy, that name needs yep. some work, doesn't it? Okay. Maybe a little bit. I... So I am Dim. That's good. <laughs> uh, their Ancestral Cache is a two-card innate rain potential cache. When making potent or potential plays. Two card innate rain what? Uh, rain potential. Rain potential. Okay. Yep. So anytime you're using your potential, your magical capabilities, yeah. you can pull another card from that cache. Okay. <laughs> Culturally, you have a one card innate survival cache. So in any situation where survival is or comes into play, you can pull a card for that. Sounds good. Got kind of Russian leaning names. Okay. Abram. Evendi. You want to read the female ones? Yeah. I don't know how to play you guys. I don't know. Eliona. Katya. The classic. Mm -hmm. Nada. Sabina. And Varya. I might look up some Russian names. Alright, seems good. It's almost a little German. A little bit, yeah. It, it may be then Russian. like Poland or just Eastern European to get that mix of the two. Some of those I can see. There. Like Sabine. And... Hmm. So, what are the two elements we have so far? We've got rain mm -hmm. and we've got arc. So that leaves ore. Well, you're doing the scholar, right? Um, mystic. Uh, mystic, yeah, that's right. So, wind would probably be good for you. Probably, yeah. Alright. Yeah. What are some Let's good wind options? Let's see. We've got one horizon, probably the ascent yeah. or. So, horizon is arc and wind potential for their ancestral, and their cultural mm -hmm. is a one card and eight cash. Oh, you're going to love them. For any play involving bold recklessness. <laughs> How do you do that? How do you just go, eh, sure, and it's perfect. <laughs> well, well we, had, we had talked about Horizon a little bit before. Just so. not oh, their culture. I wasn't paying attention to that. Um, all right, so cultural one card innate, yeah? Yep, so Horizon has a ancestral one card innate for arc or wind potential. Okay, so we're just going to do wind. Yep. And then the cultural is a one card innate bold recklessness. All right. That a little, little too beautiful there. Doesn't sound like me at all, no? <laughs> okay. Do we need last names too? Oh, yeah, I need a name. I wouldn't worry about it right now. Okay. <laughs> I suppose names are important. What are some options? The Horizon. Mm hmm. Armin, Gull, Navid, Payam, or Navid, Shahim. Male version of Navi. Almost like Hebrew. Mm -hmm. 
So you're Navin, is it O? Navid, I thought. N A V I D. N A V I D. If you're N-A-V-I-D. pulling directly from the book. Oh, yeah. Zach. What name did you go with, Robert? Uh, Vereda. V I. V E R T A. V R V E R T V E R E T A. E T A. Okay. Mm. All right. Sorry. I'm Alexandra, by the way. Alexandra? Alexandra. So it's A L E K S A N D R A. All my paper cares about is that I can say it. <laughs> pronunciation guide. <laughs> Location, pronunciation. Okay. You guys all get a spot on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Over mm-hmm. when I didn't know any of you. Wake up. There's you. Lance, what interests you? What is Vault like? Vault. The Voltage have ancestry as thoroughly as intermingled ancestry as a good number of others. Accordingly, you can have a one card innate cash whenever making it. Any potential place. So they're very neutral in that regard. Mixing pot. Their cultural cash is a street smarts or criminal dealings cash. Seems like seems like the cloud principality is the pure ore potential. They do seem to lean pretty heavy into their potential compared to some of the others. Like Dim and the Cloud Principality are the only two that have a two-card cash for Ancestry. They're clearly magically oriented. Uh, What's the Verdiant like? Verdant. Represents a random intermixing of lineages. One card innate potential of any potential play. Culturally, uh, one card innate cash for adaptability or sociability. And so I have to choose adaptability or sociability? Or it I believe it means both. So it can be in any of those two circumstances. Okay, I think so the idea is they're, since they are very mixed culturally speaking, they're used to getting along with other people or finding ways to adapt to those circumstances. So ancestral is one innate for potential? Yep. Of any potential affinity, have a one card innate? The culture is one card innate for adaptability or sociability that is a word I'm not used to saying so yeah and then as a reminder anytime you're using a cache it is a draw 
off the top of whatever deck you're using, and it is considered suitless whenever you draw off the top. So it will always assist. Yep. So it's not like, oh, oh, I'm going to draw this at the spade. Never mind. Yep. Oh, sorry, it didn't work for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this will literally kill you, dog. Mm-hmm. What are the names like? Uh, for Verdant, Byron, uh, Domnall, Fergus, Kieran, Rowan. It's a little bit like Nordic. I'll go with Rowan. That's a good one. Friend's son's name is Rowan. And oddly, they just had a boy named Kai, and that's another friend's boy's name. So I'm getting like all that representation of culture. <laughs> okay, third step character attributes. In this case, we're looking at abilities, skills, and potential. Abilities represent natural, innate character prowess and aptitudes. Skills represent areas of knowledge and physical proficiency in which a character has specific education, training, or practice. And potential represents the elemental magic wielded by all kin. But, they make note, most powerfully by explorer knights, as they've been trained to use it. Um, What's your name, Lance? Rowan. For attributes, so these are, again, abilities, skills, and potential. Mm -hmm. They can be single words, short phrases, or complete sentences. They can be idioms, proverbs, cliches, or quotes from your favorite movies, novels, poems, or even song lyrics. The more sophisticated and evocative these descriptions, the more information they provide about the characters, or who the characters are, and the more versatile, effective, and potentially fun the characters can be to play. Some of their basic examples are strong, always level-headed, able to tell when someone's lying, the joke's on you, I aim to misbehave, it's a dangerous business going out your front door, keep my head when when all around me are losing theirs, It's the eye of the large, striped, predatory cat. It's the thrill of the violent confrontation. (laughs) You can see them getting around a lawsuit there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they go into the detail where it's like abilities like strong is useful, but it's not very interesting and can be, but can be interpreted in a good number of ways too. Strong house so. So what's the difference between an ability, a skill, and a potential? Like, just... Ability's innate, right? Yes. Something about your character that has kind of always been a part of them or is like a almost personality trait to some degree. Okay. A skill is something that you've learned, and then potential is more magic in orientation. Okay. Personality, potential, magic. Yep. For a new character, each of these sets contain three unique attributes. So you'll select three abilities, three skills, and three potentials. And they've got uh, examples even for some of the individuals. So if you're looking at physical abilities, 
They give the examples of tough as nails, fists of iron, sneaky bastard, quick as a wink, nothing gets by me, cool under pressure, feet don't fail me now, and ain't got time to bleed. So if you're looking for something, I can definitely give you a bit of assistance in terms of what they have. They've broken it down into physical, intellectual, and social abilities. Martial, subterfuge, technical, academic, and interpersonal skills. And then potential is by element. through the list to give you some ideas to think about. That'd be cool. For intellectual, you're looking at things like wise, clever girl, mind like a steel trap, whose bright idea was this, sharp sword, sharper wit, machines just speak to me, where there's a will, there's a way. Social abilities include charming lad, born leader, lie like a rug, can't say no to me, just one of the boys, silver-tongued devil, soothe the savage beast, read you like a book, what are you going to do, stand there and bleed, heir of destiny, can't help but trust this face, good judge of character. Mm. Getting into the martial skills, you're looking at some simple ones like swordsman, crack shot, can get a little more esoteric with things like Mama Bear, like a bullet to the head, Ain't No Stopping Me Now, Fastest Gun in the Kingdom, Cut to the Heart of the Matter, Thrust, Parry, Duck, Dodge. For subterfuge, they have things like Like a Knife in the Dark, Silent as a Mouse, Walk Between the Raindrops, With Friends Like These, Always Know Which Way the Wind is Blowing, and fast-talking fixer. Technical skills include born sailor, healing hands, booming orders, master of disguise, mechanical genius, gizmos and wires and cogs, oh my, living off the land, and no matter where you go, there you are. Academic skills they've got listed as math whiz, who needs a compass, I read it in a book once. Student of history, science will overcome, and technobabble. Interpersonal skills include hear kitty kitty. We have ways of making you talk. I know a guy. Have you seen or, or haven't seen you around here before? Who can't resist a smile? And I could sell water to a fish. For potential... Starting with wind, you've got on the fly, blow hard, biting wind, yeah. wind walker, fly like the wind, eyes like a hawk, prescient visions, fly girl, or starts with like a rock, feet of clay, stone-faced, 
Unstoppable Force meets Immovable Object. Monster Strength. Arc has Thunderstorm. Lightning Blast. Burn Baby Burn. Shocked and Appalled. Now You See Me, Now You Don't. Fast as Lightning. Absolute Grace. And finally, Rain has Hard Rain. Fog of War. Make It Rain. Flow Like Water. Water, Water Everywhere. Terrifying Visage. Force of Will. And Mind Reader. Is that for potentials? Those were for potentials, yeah. Okay. So I, I don't know when you swapped from... Yeah, yeah, they yeah. <laughs> each thing. Yeah, they kind of list them in order. And again, a lot of them are more trying to be evocative, trying to cover a wide variety, uh, because you're going to try to use these anytime you're making a play. Could you go through the potential you read for wind again? Sure. Wind has on the fly, blowhard, biting wind. Wind Walker, Fly Like the Wind, Eyes Like a Hawk, Prescient Visions, and Fly Girl. But feel free to use any quotes or references as well. Mm-hmm. Some of those were probably skills I thought would go under ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Living Off the Land, that's more of an ability. Be a skill. Yeah, Living Off the Land was a skill. technical skill. Yeah, they break skills down into martial, subterfuge, technical, academics, and interpersonal, but they can be pretty fluid again. So their example of a character whose concept was impulsive young hero has the following starting abilities. My enthusiasm always gets the better of me. You little monkey, and they will know my name. In terms of skills, they have Hey Sailor Boy, Better Than a Sharp Stick in the Eye, and Which Way Did He Go? And with Wind Potential had Fly Boy, Blown Away, and Invisible Friends. And they give the classic examples of steer away from extremely generic things like jack-of-all-trades, master-of-everything, just because you want a bit of variety in the skills you end up using. Mm Once you have these set up, you'll rank each of them individually from one to three for each category. Could you read off the off the possibilities for interpersonal skills again? Mm-hmm. They've got here, kitty, kitty. Mm-hmm. We have ways of making you talk. Mm-hmm. I know a guy. Haven't seen you around here before. Who can resist this smile? And I could sell fish to water. Could also go with coffee is for sellers, for closers. (laughs) 
And so one, two, three is one being the highest, or three being the highest? I think three being the highest. Okay. These scores indicate the relative level of each attribute and the maximum number of cards a player may bid for each attribute during play. Okay. So the way they handle difficulty in this game is by saying how many cards are being played. A one-card draw or one-card play is a easy play. A two-card is medium, and a three-card is hard. You have to have an ability that matches up with what's being played, and its ranking lets you know how many max you can play. This seems very reminiscent of the game, the board game that we played at Tony. Oh, dialect. Yeah. See, I always forget that name too. <laughs> I always have to ask. <laughs> and the, the fact that I forget it, given that the you know dialect is a game I about language. I know. Because I was just talking to it with with Nick and 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 Micah. It's like I can't ever remember. Yeah, this seems very reminiscent of that. It's very story driven, and you as a group very much drive the. So every game's gonna be different. I like it. Mm-hmm. Fucking snow. <laughs> <laughs> After you've ranked them, you'll then select a suit for that attribute. And that'll, I definitely recommend looking at the elemental suits, looking at those and going, well, which one matches up to the ability, skill, or for potential, it's straightforward. It's whatever your potential happens to be. And this comes into play because you do want a bit of diversity in there. Because when you're making these plays, whatever is in your hand, yeah, is going to have to match up to whatever ability, skill, or potential you're using. So we circle one suit for each thing. Mm-hmm. So I had something like arbiter. Is that that's more for like an ability as like a personal definition of. Mm-hmm. In yeah, unless you were pushing for something like because I want like a social ability to like arbiter of decisions of breaking up fights. Of yeah, it's, somebody it's like when that mediator kind of yeah, thing. born mediator, born yeah, something like that works well because it still limits it to a bit of a scope of, well, what's all associated with this, but it's wide enough that you could theoretically even use that in, like, a duel if you wanted to try to step in and stop something. Can you go over some of that... um... I'm still trying to come up with my last ability. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking something probably more academic related because I've got a a body one and a like a a, a personal one already. Okay. So if you're going for like abilities for it, their intellectual ones include wise, Mm -hmm. clever girl, (laughs) mind like a steel trap, whose bright idea was this, sharp Mm -hmm. sword, sharper wit. Machines just speak to me, and where there's a will, there's a way. Okay. 
So, can you explain the abilities again? Mm -hmm. That one I'm kind of lost on. So abilities are going to be a little bit more general. Um, They're more so about you as a person, and they're not something you could necessarily gain through teaching. They're something that's more so innate, but not magical. Yep. So something like ain't dead yet? Could that be an ability? Yeah, I, I put that under like ain't got time to bleed. They're pretty similar. Different name, same idea. And ain't dead yet. I would say leans a little bit more for. I'm more actually like dying. Me, mm. like I'm not dead yet. Mm-hmm. Kind of a thing. Being like I'm trying to evoke like a sturdiness. Yeah. Given my cash, one of mine is never tell me the odds. Nice. <laughs> Got some good synergy there. <laughs> Just steal straight from Han Solo there. Mm-hmm. Can I hear the rain potentials again? Sure. Hard rain, fog of war, make it rain, flow like water, water, water everywhere, terrifying visage, force of will, and mind reader. Yeah, I just that all of my potentials is the same thing. Yep. Same element. Potential should be. Yeah, it should be. Because you only have one potential, right? Yep. You you will literally take your deck and pull whatever your potential suit is out of the main deck. So you'll have a play deck and you'll have your potential deck. Oh, so like, really you shouldn't have your skills be the same as your potential because... I have some of them that are, but I tried to split it up. Yeah, because you can still... can't actually draw it. You can still pull from the potential deck. But, yeah, it's, it probably, and I'll have to dig and see if they actually state it, but it probably would be best for the attribute suits to be, if it's potential, the lineup with potential. Otherwise, you'll want it to be one of the other three, if it's your ability or skill. Like, I don't see. think, for my abilities and my skills, I don't think I have a single win... Wasn't there one about um, being good at shooting for skills? Yeah. Uh, martial skill, fastest gun in the kingdom. Like a bullet to the head. <laughs> crack shot. Yeah, so yeah those two crack shots. That's good. Three pretty strong ones. So I know how to defend myself without making people's ears bleed or something. Yep. <laughs> hey, yes, dear. You do something about Leon. I have been trying, dude. I'm not. I'm not selling our dog. You like him. We've discussed this. Feed him vegetables. Chocolate. Feed him chocolate. No. Grapes. That's murder. Not feeding my dog. He would stop whining. Okay. I don't know. My dog was whining a lot when she was dying. So. Well, I should say eventually. It's whining. terrible. So is, are there a certain number of points we can pour into ability, skills, and potential? Three, two, mm-hmm. one. You yeah. just, it's literally three, two, one? Yep. Okay. For abilities, you've got effectively a one, a two, and a three to okay. put in those. Cool. And that just l- puts a cap on the number of cards you can play. Okay, cool. Yep. Majority of the time you'll be rolling ones for stuff where there's a risk of failure, but it's relatively easy stuff. Um, okay. And that's the same for skills and potential? Yep. Okay. It's 
whatever you've got under three is where you can potentially peak. <laughs> to get the Kong ball over there. It's really slimy. That's not too bad. So yeah. There he goes. Yeah, your non-potential suits. Oh wait, I have a skill that is wind. Yeah. The three remaining non-potential suits must be linked to abilities and skills. Whereas with potential suits, each of the four card suits stand for one of the four cardinal elements. Do I have any clubs? I don't think I have any clubs. I have a club. Okay. And there's a well, there's one. I think that was an ability. Yeah, no, 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 it was ability. What was the suit? Yeah. They put it as an intellectual ability. Okay. So it's something that could potentially fall under rain or wind, I would say. Is there like a good arc ability that we would put under like a reluctant defender? Arc potentials? Uh, no, like a, like an ability. Oh, an ability. Yeah. Under arc. Let's see. Something. Arc is agility and speed. Yeah. So, quick as a wink. Nothing gets by me. Feet don't fail me now. I suppose Sneaky Bastard would also fit under that. Okay. I also kind of took speed as the impulsive thing. Makes sense. You gotta get there first Skills. to make the mistake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it takes time to think about it, well then. Otherwise, you're just following somebody else's lead. You can't have that. That's not impulsive. And that might work. Why would I want that? <laughs> yeah, the example they've got has a character which is using spades for their potential. And then for abilities and skills, all they have is diamonds, clubs, and hearts. Yeah. And they do split it out fairly evenly just so it's easy to use all of them. Yeah, so, so then you, that's why you get three, is so that it's one for each suit, basically. Yep. I'm not sure if they specifically state that, but it makes sense. Yeah. Can you go over some of the skills again? Sure. What specifically are you looking for? 
Mm. Martial, subterfuge, technical, academic, interpersonal. Um, some interpersonal and some... I don't know. Yeah, we'll go with interpersonal for now, but I still have two to fill. Okay, reluctant, defender, or protector, and interpersonal. I'll give you what they got, and it might help to... Because I, I don't think anything sounded like... I mean, who can resist this smile? Seems like one that could fit. Because it very much so is a sort of like, hey, we don't have to fight. And you could definitely twist that a little bit. Um, you could go with something as simple as like skilled negotiator. Yep. Since negotiations are a trained skill, makes sense. Uh, yeah, they've got, here kitty kitty, we have ways of making you talk. I know a guy. Haven't seen you around here before. Who can resist a smile? I could sell water to a fish. Or ice to an Inuit. I always get people to listen. Is that does that sound like a skill? That sounds more like an attribute. Yeah, that's yeah, ability. That's, yeah, it's because that's more innate yeah. in that weird, yeah, weird sort of way. Especially when it. What were the combat skills? Their martial skills are swordsman, crack shot, mama bear, like a bullet to the head. Ain't no stopping me now. Fastest gun in the kingdom, cut to the heart of the matter, and thrust, parry, duck, dodge. And then the subterfuge? Like a knife in the dark. Okay. Silent as a mouse. Okay. Walk between the raindrops okay. with friends like these. Uh, always know which way the wind is blowing. And fast talking fixer. Alright, can I tell you what I got and you can yeah. give me some feedback on it? Sounds great. Okay. Abilities, I got Blood of Iron, Heart of Stone. Nice. Uh, lies, Lies Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Still Trap Mine. Okay. Uh, skills, I got Please Allow Me to Introduce Myself. I'm a woman of wealth and taste. Nice. Fantastic. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Steel of the Earth. Steel of the Earth? Yeah. Sounds good. Kind of like a salt of the earth sort of play on words, or yeah, I'm, basically it's a combat skill. Okay, and I could see it in two ways. Like when I hear that, I imagine it as sort of that ruggedness. Yeah, ruggedness, or almost like just another soldier is kind of the term. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like that's what you are, but that's what you can blend in. Mm-hmm. Kind of like just one of the girls, yeah, so right. to speak. So you could use that for double duty in yeah. the sense of it's like, well, it's steel, it's combat, combat or combat, yeah. And that's why it doesn't have to be these hard categories. But okay, yeah. That, yeah, that if works. you can think of stuff like that, feel free to use it for both. And uh, <laughs> Eyes of the Eagle. Nice. Um, for my potential, I got shock and aw shit. <laughs> <laughs> Please let that be your three. <laughs> Actually, it's my one. Dang that's, it. That's fair. <laughs> uh, lightning step. Ooh, okay. Cool. And thunderbolt of lightning, very, very frightening. Ooh, I like it. Mm. A little cool. Bohemian Rhapsody there. You told me I could use song lyrics. So it, yeah. They highly recommend it. Yeah. Like, 
some of the playtesters went in on it to the point where every single one of their abilities, skills, and potential were song lyrics or song titles. If I could remember that many, I would. Yeah, I, I was amazed, first of all, that they had that like sharp a mind to go, oh yeah, that's like that. <laughs> well, I took um, Read You Like a Book, Nimble and Quick, in that nursery room, Jack B. Nimble, Jack B. Quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and Clever Girl, just because it's Doctor Who reference and I can't help it. Um, huh? It can be both. It could be both. Yeah. Um, let's tingle Clever Boy. But yeah, yeah. Mm. So skills <laughs> I took, we have ways of making you talk. Nice. Um, and Crack Shot. And I also, I guess, made one Can't See Me Coming. Ooh, nice. Um, potentially just took straight from the rain. Mm-hmm. Terror Mind Visage, Force of Will, and Mind Reader. Nice. Alright. Would, um, what is combat in this system? Is it more ore or is it more arc? Depends. Like crack shot? I, for crack shot, that feels more arc. The okay, that was, my, that was my thought too, but because mm-hmm. I don't have any ore ones, she's not much of <laughs> Strength, fortitude, and health. Yeah. It's good to have them. Otherwise, you'll run into the problem that all the ore cards in your hand are kind of worthless. Yeah. Doesn't I don't know what mm. where that it has place in my character though. Let's see. You could lean more into the health side of things. I suppose, yeah. Uh, I could see like an ability along the lines of like never get sick. Mm. Um, yeah, incredible immune system. Mm. If you don't want to lean into like the strength or skin of iron kind of yeah. feel to it, I guess I could just do tougher than I look. There you go. <clears throat> People are easy to read. Would that be a good skill? Or does that still sound more like an ability? Say, so I had read you like a book as mm. an ability. Like yeah, book. but I could see where that might be like a skill too. Yeah, it's something you can that train yourself to do it. Yeah, and that that can fall on either side of the line for some of them. I mean, you could go with something like cold reading or. Are you going for like I, a smooth talking sort of thing or a manipulation sort of thing? Yeah. What's the it's, vibe it's, you want? It's still say? more defensive. It, it, it's trying to... It, 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 it's mm, Okay. Like a trained danger sense of sorts. Yeah, um, I, I want to see if people are lying to me. I want to see if people are being honest. Mm. I almost feel like going with something like... A, it takes a liar to spot a lie, because that gives you a bit more flexibility with it. Um, otherwise, I guess I'd lean on 
is it called? Like human lie detector or something like that? That's one where, again, it's borderline of it could be a natural ability you've got or it could be something you've trained up. Where it's like you look for these signs, etc. and so on. Yeah. Human lie detector. Alright. Now I'll need to figure out my potentials because I was trying to figure out my other things. That is fair. And your aura? Yes. Okay. I thought the potentials were the easiest one because I didn't have to. Yeah, that's what I was focusing on the other stuff. The others, yeah. Like there are skills and a abilities lot more free I tried to do every house that wasn't my potential. So I don't have mm. a single ability or skill that's my default house, but one, two, yep. three. I, I kept one that was my default ability just because I would like, we have ways of making you talk, talk. and I feel like that's... <laughs> they have ways. Especially for my character, that is definitely... Tied of my potential. <laughs> okay, so your ore potentials, you've got some examples like like a rock, feet of clay, stone faced, unstoppable force meets immovable object, and monster strength. Stone face, is that more Oh, these are supposed to be evocative rather than like mm-hmm. strict yep. missions again. And they can still feel a little more strict, but it is good to keep it a little evocative so it can be used in a number of situations. But yeah, like the lightning step is something where I'm like, you could use that for teleportation if you wanted to. That's no problem. Whereas some of the others feel a lot more like lightning attacks. Or speed enhancements. Yep. Okay. Okay. After potential, you look at how you were recruited as a novice. They give you four primary ways of recruitment, and of those three are kind of your majorities. There's the novice festival. The character was recruited through one of the guild's many traveling novice festivals that worked to spread the guild's goodwill while scrounging the realm for qualified candidates. So effectively, you showed you were worthy and were selected as one of the new novices to be trained as an explorer knight. There's Vouchsafed. Character was sponsored by a ranking knight who took on the responsibility of mentorship during their training. So you've got a mentor who, for whatever reason, picked you out or saved you or any real reason why somebody would pick you up and kind of change the course of your life. There's the King's Quota. The character was appointed by the terms of the Convocation Treaty, which allows each member nation to enroll a set quota of novices per cycle go into detail with given the political stakes inherent in having capable countrymen in the guild, such appointees are generally exceptional. So one where you stand out among your nation and they're like, hey, we see you going places. And final is special selection, the least common of these means of recruitment. This rather vague designation covers any novice recruited for, quote, the good of the guild, unquote. And covers uh, 
and covers those chosen for specific abilities, backgrounds, or potential, despite possible deficiencies in other more traditional qualifications. I want to go with that one. <laughs> what was it again? Special selection. What was the first one? You don't uh, have to describe it all. I remember. I just don't remember the name of it. Novice Festival. Roaming bands of trials, effectively. That sounds right. The second one was like the appointment. Yeah, vouchsafed, which is basically a ranking knight. Was like, hey, you, I'm going to teach you. Be it. You're the sole survivor of some children of the night attack, or you did something potentially like heroic or standout-ish that caught a knight's attention enough to be like, this person should be trained. Seems like me. After that, they recommend just jumping into character description. Start describing some of the character's physical appearances and personality. This should be as simple or as complex as the character concept or enthusiasm of the player merits. <laughs> After description, you'll be creating a unique talent cache that reinforces or enhances your character's concept and attributes. Talent descriptions and triggers are designated by the player, with, of course, approval of the moderator, and these caches are replenished at the start of each game session. So the talent cache is your opportunity to give yourself effectively a special skill. I think it starts as a one innate maybe something you can increase with time. Okay. Yeah. Every player is assigned a custom one-card innate talent cache during character generation. And this would be like a Extreme situation, I need to be able to do the thing. Or just something you're so skilled in that if you're like, I don't want to fail this, or I really shouldn't fail this, something you can play from. So their example, we've got a couple. Yeah, a player wants her character to be uncommonly stealthy. She designates her talent cache as Sneaky Bastard and can use the cache in any play that depends on being quiet, unseen, or otherwise clandestine. Another character who is well-read might assign the talent as Bookworm, and can use the cache in any play involving books, esoteric knowledge, or obscure facts. Or if another character wants to lean into the fact that they grew up on a farm and have a way with animals, they could pick Here Kitty Kitty. So. so if I wanted to lean into the fact of relying on incredible luck, something like Lucky threading a needle, 
that could be a difference between like skill, though. That would be a skill. It, more so in the sense of like threading a needle is usually something you hear in terms of how skilled someone is, ah, and less. That's not how it came across in my head. Yeah, at least that's what I first thought of. Well then, dumb luck. Dumb bastard. Yeah. Could have something as simple as always comes up heads. And this is our innate trait. An innate talent. Talent. Yep. And or a talent cache to be specific. Always comes up heads. Because if we're going to do really stupid stuff, sometimes <laughs> things have to work. Got to have that luck to pull you through, right? Can you describe it again? The talent cache? Yeah. Okay, so a talent cache is a unique cache to the character that reinforces or enhances the character's concept and attributes. So for that sense, it can lean into or even use the exact same name as one of your abilities, skills, or potential. So, since I haven't done anything that really is reluctant, it's going to be, I didn't start this. Nice. So anytime something happens where you didn't start it, throw that in there. <laughs> I got you, fam. Mm. You want to start a lot of this. <laughs> I almost want to say, add a little bit more to it, finish it up with, I didn't start this, but I'll finish it. <laughs> And that's a that then that closes it a little bit more, so it's not as general, but it still then gives you that focus of any time you're doing something that ends a conflict, you can pull on that talent. And it sounds like such a good skill instead of like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they could be both. Mm-hmm. In that case, I'd say it works better as a cash because it's so general. Mm-hmm. Whereas oh, that's true. when it comes to an ability, it's like that's. It's a bit harder to find how to it's, use it, but you could find it's, ways. It's general in that it's it, it's hard to invoke in specific situations. Because mm-hmm. I, I could see it in both, like, an argument pops up. Look, I didn't start this argument, but I'll finish it. A yeah. uh, fight breaks out amongst the crew. Look, I didn't start this, but I'll finish it. I'm going to hit you in the head with a hammer. Yeah. They still have those narrower focuses to it. Yeah. I, I feel like that might work better as a cache. Yeah. All right. Or an ability. How about this one? Mm-hmm. I mastered it and got me in trouble again. It might be overly specific, <laughs> but I do like the idea that it could be both. Again, what do you mean by bastard? Both. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of Effectively, anytime you create a problem, you gotcha. can give yourself a bit of a boost there. But it's specifically in a problematic situation. That's not too bad. I like it. And it's also, crawling. because I'm a bastard. Grown, or yeah, born. Born to, quote unquote, the wrong people. Yeah. <laughs> that could get me into trouble too. I took him. Um, I read that somewhere. Mm hmm. It's kind of play into the clever girl thing too. Mm hmm. Very knowledgeable, well read. Or at the very least, pretending to be knowledgeable and well read. Read enough about it to kind of make it up and go along with it. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> which is sometimes just as helpful in these things. All right. Do you know how to drive this plane? Well, I read about it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's give it a go. Step seven of eight is the relic design. Relics are usually unique pieces of arcano technology bequeathed to individual knights based on their proven ability to exploit its particular potentials. Though they can be mundane, most were created with or for the use of elemental magic. They are exceptionally rare and valuable and usually pass from master to apprentice, mentor to student, or captain to knight. Descriptively and functionally, Relics can be just about anything and are designed cooperatively by players and moderators. They should be careful the, er, through what? Yeah, they should be careful uh, to what they design and base it on their character concept as well. This is a chance to give your character specific abilities, powers, and styles that enhance their background, intended personalities, and roles in the group. The possibilities are limited only by the player's imagination and provide the opportunity for ingenuity, creativity, and a little more power gaming. And what are they kind of supposed to do, like in general? Think of it like a magic item, anything. In game terms, relics should have four components. Name, narrative effect, mechanical effect, and activation. Name is basically what you imagine it to be. It's what the item's called and probably hits at its functionality to some degree. Narrative effect is... Uh, relics should have a useful and interesting qualitative effect or ability, one that can be used narratively. They should give their users additional or expanded abilities, powers, knowledge, or resources. In terms of mechanical effect, relics should also have a mechanical effect, one that somehow affects the use or play of specific cards or suits, or provides the character with a specific cache. They could even alter the way specific cards are used in play. They could change the number, value, suit, hand size, refresh rate, discard or discard rules, or similar mechanical features of the game. So if you want something that I don't know, juices your character's potential, you could have it say add two potential cards to your hand. Or maybe it's something that lets you cycle your potential deck. Could it be something like being able to use different suits as your potential? Sure. <laughs> it's... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a wide open field in terms of what it can do. Um... It also has to be a little specific. Like, if, if I wanted to change suits, I'd probably have to specify what suit. Yeah, it, it could be something as simple as, like... Drawing from heart and emotion for my 
core strength kind of potential. Mm-hmm. If you build that into like the relic itself, it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. You're able to use heart as potential because you're driven by your emotions to be able to access that. Yeah. You've got a basic for, or basis like for an interesting relic there. A concrete example of a relic. <laughs> Ironically, it's one of the one things they don't have. So like, let me come up with something. This even for how, us how, is super valuable. Oh, yeah. It's, it's designed that way. But I would say start with a narrative effect. What do you want this thing to do for you? Is it something you want where it supercharges yourself? in some way, shape, or form, and then we can figure out what that means mechanically. Is it... I mean, it, it could be as is like weird and unique as, this lets me turn back time. What does that mean mechanically? That might be a shuffle of the deck. Um, it could, in the narrative sense, literally let you turn back time to certain events. Could almost be like your lucky coin, and that it like tells you about danger or yeah, it, it could be a lucky coin where its effect is a luck cash as well. So it's a coin where anytime you flip it before something happens, you can take a random draw off the top and add it to whatever whatever skill you're attempting to do. Okay. Because my idea right now is like like a sash and it's supposed to be like a, a, a symbol of station and kind of like either like an, an ambassador kind of sash or like a judge kind of sash it's just a thing of status shows status but it also has some power woven into it that lets you blank when I'm invoking my emotion in my core it was gonna Never mind the chameleon circuit. <laughs> chameleon circuit. Yeah, okay, here's the idea. The TARDIS has and malfunctions. Allow me to use so health and fortitude would be instead of potential. Rune sword. I don't like what you're doing, okay. but different skew. Narrative effect. It's powerful, impressive, sacrifice yourself. And the mechanical okay. effect. I can add one card of any suit to attack, uh, persuasion, uh-huh. or intimidate. Okay. That seems fitting. Would it be like play any card or draw? Just to concrete which of those effects you want to go for. Because play is definitely stronger because you've got the hand in front of you. You get to choose what you play, obviously. Yeah, play any card. Alright, sounds good. Uh, And then to jump in real quick for what activation should be. Relics should also have specifically defined activation conditions, either in-game or as part of the metagame, under which the relics effect occur or can be used. So what do you have to do to activate this, or what conditions need to be understood for its effect to come into play? Be it we're in a life-or-death scenario, oh, since it's now a point where somebody could theoretically die, boom, I could activate it. So... If I wanted narratively to, say, the idea of a bad penny, you can never get rid of a bad penny. <laughs> sort of, if you drop it, but it comes back, kind of a let's do that again sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Mechanically, what would that look like? So, narr- 
narratively, you're going for... Let's say we're in a situation that you just described. Mm -hmm. And I did a thing. Mm -hmm. Someone died. Mm -hmm. That would be the activation. Or, like, some just some significant loss. Okay. Yeah. Due to a risk that I did. Like, a really ah, specific... there you go. Yeah. That sounds good for activation. Yeah, narrative could be... It either, like, literally rewinds time or undoes that specific effect. Which might be better if it's that focused. Yeah. Mechanically, what would that... Mechanically? That's where I was struggling. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what that would mean in terms of, like, boosts and bonuses. So if I'm understanding in my head, if I've done something, that means I've played... A card. A card. Mm-hmm. And the thing has happened, right? Yep. And you ended up losing this particular one. Mm -hmm. This is kind of a way to try to reduce potential damage, so, so to speak. Hmm. Reduce potential damage, Take. or...? I know what it would be. Okay. Uh, it would give... It would give me a negative cash. Okay. So something that I could play against you in certain circumstances. Um, I would probably put it as... Like a two or a three point cash around whatever you undid. Three point negative cash around whatever the thing was. Yep. So if yep. somebody died and you brought effectively use that to oh nope, they're not dead. There's now this cash anytime you're interacting with them, around them, or on their behalf, I can dig into that cash. To make it more difficult around it. So it's fate's kind of way of saying, look, you cheated, so I'm going to get even with you. Cool. So name, bed, penny, narrative, control Z, <laughs> three point negative cash around, whatever X was, activation, significant minus due to my action. Yep. I like it. Cool. In terms of activation for the blade, I could see it as simple as like the act of drawing it. You may have, like, a mantra or something you say to activate it. Um, I would just like say something outside of regular combat use. So, like, I'm half imagining, like, the slow draw for intimidation kind of stuff. It seems like it... I don't know how narrative this is supposed to be, but it seems like I should have to pay some price to uh, activate it. For the artifact, not necessarily, but... It could be if you want it to be. How big is a hand size? A hand size, if I'm remembering right, starts at six. Your hand size also is considered your health. Anytime you take damage, your hand size decreases. All right, how about I have to discard one card anytime I use it? That's not too bad, yeah. There would definitely be a meta effect for it. That'll work. So it's um, kind of like draining my health to use it in such a way. I mean, discarding, not as much. Because once you run out, you'll redraw. Because that's it, um, your health is your max hand size, not your ooh, hand. Discard a face card. Because then there's something of value where you're like, I have to put this admittedly valuable card off to the side. Ah, yes. Now, mind you, you may be going, well, twos and threes are pointless. No, you're Explorer Knights. You're well-trained. If you want to aid somebody else, you can aid with a two or a three. No other cards can be used to aid somebody else, though. 
and that will just immediately add into what they're doing. But it still has to follow the what attribute are you using to assist with this. Um, and I believe if you're helping, you are limited to a single card play. If you get the relic figured out, the last bit is just gear. Final step is to note any specific gear with your character or with which your character is beginning play. Uh, note that the guild typically issues knights their essential equipment and that they generally requisition mission specific gear as needed. The only limits on such requisitions should be those of good storytelling. Plot reasons why characters should not have access to a particular item, or why they should have to work to acquire certain items through gameplay. Moderator has final discretion on those matters, but... Yeah, character may have, a, or may have a given item, and should keep in mind the intent of the three levels of character resources. Personal resources, guild resources, and plot resources. Go, go, go. What so, kind of firearms? I'm imagining, like, uh, kind of your Pirates of the Caribbean age, flintlock, muskets with the ability to kind of tweak that up with magic. Mm -hmm. So they may be a, as effective as like World War One weaponry. Knives. Knives, knives, knives. <laughs> so, I'm thinking about changing my relic a little bit. Mm -hmm. I want to keep like the heart use. Mm -hmm. would, it, would it be able to would be okay to use it for like potential and skills or like because the way I'm putting like the narrative is putting like putting my heart in the into line it. Mm -hmm. yeah like putting my heart into it I could see it for both um, just depends on your activation yeah because I'm, I'm trying to think of what would be a good activation or Your character gets visibly emotional. <laughs> There's no stopping. <laughs> it's just always on. I, I, um, so I did the chame chameleon circuit emotional. thing. Well, mm -hmm. Your character is really and stoic. And <laughs> I put it down as um, being able to draw upon will for potential abilities. So like mechanically like sacrificing ore for heart potential abilities. But my activation is like... Someone has to be like someone has to be dead. You need ah. to be like, uh, okay, now I really have to do this because I'm super pissed off. So I'm just gonna let my emotions override everything in control and slowly kill myself because someone else is dead. Body on autopilot. Is that throwing. like I wanted to make it a fair trade mm -hmm. because otherwise it's too powerful. So I'm basically yeah. sacrificing my own health to be able to do the thing, and I can only do it if someone else is like dying. I can see that. Is that fair? Yeah. Uh, let me check wounds real quick. 
Yeah, I wasn't sure how that like, worked. Yeah, you take just a like, away. Otherwise, that's way too powerful, but I'm basically doing the equivalent of giving Jason three red tokens. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but it's specifically against you, oh, which right. is fun. But I, yeah. yeah, but that just means he's going to drag the rest of us into it. Come on. It's always going to happen. It's true. <laughs> you are a teen, <laughs> even if you don't act like it. <laughs> uh, okay, so you could run with the idea that using it gives you a minor injury. Okay. I, so the way injuries work in-game is since your health is your play hand size, a minor injury is you draw from your play deck and you divide numerically the value of whatever you drew by three. Woof. And that's the amount of damage you took. Okay. Major injuries are divided by two, and mortal injuries or whatever you drew is the damage you take. Yeah, I think that's a steep enough cost. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. So do we start with armor too then? Does that have a function in this? Not really. Like you can assume to be armed and armored and decide what that is to you. And the way combat works is that since it's narratively driven, it'll be something where it's like, oh, I, you you may make the offer of I beat this person in hand-to-hand combat and come out unscathed, or I walk off with a minor injury, which your call if you want that narrative effect. But most of the times if you lose, it's going to be a situation where I'll penalize you with an injury. Um, more often than not, you'll still succeed at what you set out to do. Even if you're coming up against like named villains or whatnot, yeah, they might walk off, but very rarely is it going to be a situation of, if you fail this, you die. Mm. Because that's not fun or interesting. Okay. So for activation, I was thinking... So one of my abilities is all other ways... There's always another way to solve things. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm thinking my activation is... Is kind of the opposite of that of all other, no other way, man. All av- all other avenues have failed. I must succeed. This is the only way. Yeah, this is the only way. Last resort. It, it, mm. It's the last resort of like I, I can't evoke it immediately. I can't. It, 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 I have, I have, it's it's the final resort. Yeah. It gets hard to define, define when what that's that happening. Is. Yeah, yeah. but. Because I was, hmm. oh, I had forgotten that you don't have potentials in your in your, in your play hand. Because yeah. I was thinking, oh, you know, if you don't have any of those in your hand, then you could use it. That would be like a mechanical activation, but that 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 doesn't work. It doesn't work as well. Yeah. Um, so when you're dealing with your potential deck and your potential hand, once you play from your potential hand, you don't redraw a card. Okay. It takes roughly five in-game hours for your character to be able to draw a new potential card back up. Hmm. So when potential's empty? When Well, when potential's empty, you're also in kind of an exhausted state. Oh. Not, like, literally, but to a point where it's like, yeah, your magical abilities have been drained. In those moments, you can still try to use your magic, but if you happen to... I'm trying to remember what it is. I think you pull from your play deck... 
And if you happen to get the opposite element of whatever your potential is, it basically overwhelms you and you're knocked unconscious. Wow. If you get one or the other two, though, then yeah, it goes off as expected, and you use whatever you drew as the one-card pull to see, could I do this? I mean, yeah, you could use it that when... Because it's what? You want to use uh, heart. heart as potential? Yeah. I could definitely see that as that only activates once your potential is empty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could definitely work. Cool. Puts you in kind of an overdrive mode. Yeah. All right. Yeah. After that, it's just list what items you'd have. Um, feel free to throw things by me to see if it fits. Uh, again, I'm aiming for that kind of weird, uh, like World War One era Studio Ghibli feel to things. Are you game if we don't list essentials like oh rations? And... Yeah. Okay. Don't don't worry about those. Great. You're assumed to have the majority of that taken care of. The guild will provide for you, especially if they're like oh you're going to be out for like a month on some mission here's a month and a half of rations because we know things happen now mind you yeah if if you happen to shipwreck then rations suddenly <laughs> yeah rations suddenly become problematic <laughs> otherwise as you're finishing that up Character advancement. So we actually have to take out our. Hmm? Yeah, how much do we take out for our potential deck? How many cards? You'll take out all of that suit. Yeah, the whole suit. Yep, and that'll be it. Um, If I'm remembering right, your play hand is a maximum of six. That also represents your health. Okay. Uh, as you take wounds, you'll start removing cards from your play hand. Yeah. Your potential debt or your potential hand is four. And if your play hand gets smaller than your potential, your potential hand also decreases. Okay. As a way of saying, yeah, you're losing. Oh, sorry, Leon. As a way of saying, you're losing health, you're losing focus, okay. losing some of that potential. Okay. Players should use the tally bubbles associated with each attribute on the character sheet to keep a running count of how often they make plays with a given attribute, whether they succeed or not, since characters often learn more from setbacks than from triumphs. Every time a player reaches three times the current score of a given attribute, she can add one additional card to the attribute's score, up to a maximum limit of three. This is meant so that after uses or after three uses of a value one attribute, the player should increase that score to two. After six more uses, it will then be raised to three. 
note that after yeah each advancement, the tally bubble should clear and reset. Additionally, every time a character earns a rank increase in this way, the player may edit the word or phrase describing the advancing attribute. This simulates the inevitable refining in a character's understanding and expansion of her own abilities as she becomes more experienced. And it also allows players to better define it or tweak it as they get a feel for how it plays. Okay. These are not drastic rewrites, Master Swordsman to Master Brewer, but should retain that original intent while adding background, scope, or nuance. So potential hand is four, play hand is six. Mm -hmm. The score achievements top out at three. Players should continue to track attribute uses because refinements to characters' abilities continue throughout their lives, and even an ability of three is used a multiple of nine times. The player may still edit, refine, or add to that attribute's description. Big this way, and they're not big no. enough this way. <laughs> okay, I'm fine. I can handle it. I'm if you up. put it a little further in, and they cover the whole line, and so you just don't know. <laughs> that's what I think is that's supposed right. to cover it. Feels so then... Okay. Well, yeah, but it just it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't fit. But if you can't it's see not it, perfect, but it doesn't so fit. Bad. But I know. <laughs> so it's not like you're supposed to have the outline over the cards. It's supposed to... Ah, okay. A player should also mark any default plays on the designated trap on their character sheet. After three default draws of any kind, successful or not, the players may add an entirely new attribute of their choosing to their character, giving it a score of one. I think that's probably up top or somewhere. What do you mean by default? Uh, yeah. Defaults up top. Mm -hmm. Yep. So defaults are whenever you go, I want to do a thing, but I don't have a skill attribute or potential rating associated with what I'm trying oh, to I do. Oh, I see. And if you do that three times, okay. then you can make an attribute out of it, basically. Yep. And defaults or are always ability. a draw of one. Cool. And making an attribute makes it so that you can try to be less bad. Get good. Yep. Allows well, you to use it from your hand. Well, and once it's here, then you can level it up. Let's double check defaults. Because defaults may also just be a draw off the top luck sort of thing. I think so, because you're I'm saying draw. Yeah. And that's, that's the verbiage for it. Default draws. Yep. All right. Even if a character has no readily applicable attribute, a character may still want to or have to attempt a play to resolve an encounter. In such circumstances, players allowed to pull a single card from the appropriate deck to play it at their bid. Uh, the player may crown any appropriate face cards if you happen to draw those. Yep, and pulling a joker, you win, but triggers that reshuffle. Okay. 
of four people, so I think I get two jokers. That seems unnecessary. You don't need that much help. <laughs> I mean, each time it shuffles it. Does not separate suits, simply shuffles all cards and plays them together with a hand of eight. Okay. Sounds like the game is setting us up to die. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It just tipped over. Four or more players as two jokers. Players keep one joker and discard the second from play. thing. Everybody has a knight's cash, which I'm not sure if they... Yeah, nope. they do set yeah. that up top. Um, and that's just to represent the training, equipment, anything that the guild has provided you. You may also, once per session, use that knight's cash to go, I don't like my hand, I'm going to dump it and redraw. Seeing a mulligan. Yep. But you only get that once. Cool. Your night sacrifice is what they call it. I enjoyed pun sacrifice. <laughs> they have a challenge mode. We don't need to do that. No. Seems unnecessary. I think all it is is bumping up the uh, moderator's hand. Yeah, bump it up to nine cards instead of eight. We already have two jokers. So, yep. so this duel is more numerical and not like pairs and yep it's it's i mean everything has to be the same suit when you're playing it yeah. so that kind of factors in but yeah if you've got a 10 or a face card that's got power behind it you just got to figure out a way to use it are face cards 10 or is it 11 12 13 i believe face cards are 10 as well uh ace as well but your face cards also come with the benefit of crowning. And your twos and threes come with the benefit of, I can help you. Yep. So they may be the lowest cards you have, but it gives you that opportunity of saying, I'm going to help you out in this combat. I'm throwing a card your way. And so you'll really still... Four is worthless. Yeah, fours are, <laughs> fours are the worst you can have, right? <laughs> Unless you have a relic that lets you help with four. All right. As soon as Robert's back, I think we're good to go. Can Everybody's got. Oh yeah, just to make sure we've got them all down. I think she's nice. What were you? Oh, uh, I was Navid. Navid. Robert is Verita. Yep. V E R E T A. -T -A. Um, I'm Alexandra. Do we need to write something down next to affinity? Uh, your affinity is whatever your... your potential. Yeah. Just your... It's your affinity to your potential. Elemental affinity. Yeah. Good. <laughs> you stuck? You got it? You good? Okay. Um, I know my coffee is like very full. I don't want to shake the table because mm -hmm. my knee was against the table. Do not bump. Right where the coffee was. So. That 
Hot coffee down is not fun. Hmm. I'm just coughing myself at work. I just have to apologize to clients. It's not just not fun. It's, you know, it's, it's the party foul. It's fun coffee. Then you're sad because then you gotta get more coffee. Okay. Nice. Liam, why aren't you helping us? Yeah, for being honest, having to get more coffee, I'm just wasting coffee bothers me more than the stain on my shirt. <laughs> I always manage to get some on me before I go to work. Hmm. Like, I just got these clothes, like, out of the dryer. They're clean. But I then, shit you can use that, and when you're having a bad time, you just smell your shoulder, and everything's better. <laughs> the scratch and sniff for adults. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That just doesn't sound right. Hmm. There was almost a smell on the internet. A smell on the internet? Like, so, back when the internet was first becoming its thing, there were a couple of guys who basically set up a system of... It was 3D printing for smell function. And um, you could code into the page to release these smells, and it worked really well. They just didn't consider the fact that nobody wants that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so it never actually... I mean, imagine all the troll pages, and you immediately go, yep, nope. Because a lot of it is also, you, know, you have to have a lot of chemicals and stuff to like actually make those kind mm. of sense. Because I know there's like the, the smell of vision, it's the smell mm-hmm. of vision. We'll be adding that to VR before you know it. Yeah. I hope not. We're awful. Because mm. you know somebody's just going to do the classic like Birdie Bots, every flavor beans, but for smells. Yeah. I mean, I'd be all over that. I don't know, man. My nose is already so sensitive. I don't think I could handle it. Like, if something smells too yeah, strong, I, I'll i get fucking sick. Mm. That's why it's usually Jason's job to clean the bathtub, because, like, those chemicals make me physically ill. Leech is nasty. Katie right? cleans the bathroom because she gets some sort of perverse joy out of cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best kind of joy. <laughs> Like, she had a really bad day, and she's like, no, just leave me alone, and I'll clean the bathroom. I clean when I'm mad, too. Clean house? Help them? Or exercise? I exercise. I just have to push myself to exercise in those conditions, but yeah, that helps a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's harder to make yourself sweat and exercise Mm. when you're already pissed off, but it does help. But yeah, no, I absolutely, if I'm, like, super anxious or angry, I will scrub house. Jason's just standing there going, just sit down. But I'm mad. Just sit down. I don't understand cleaning being something that's enjoyable, but I appreciate the positive effects it has on the things that I don't have to do. I think it's because... um, It's supposed to be cathartic. It allows me to, like, control something in my environment and, like, take that control back and feel better about it. And then you get to look at it and be like, I did that. That's done. That's... Everything is in its place. <laughs> Everything else might be shit, but that is done and it looks good, you know? Who did that? I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are we simultaneously like holding both hands or is our like potential hand just here for in case of emergency needs? Your potential hand is there anytime you want to make a potential play, okay. activating your abilities to do something. And then your play hand is there anytime you want to do literally anything Everything else. else. Yep. Okay. If you're if you're using magic, that's when you pull on potential. But you only need to do that four times. Yep. And then you need five shot. hours to rest. Uh, the in-game world runs on a 25-hour clock. I, I believe they refer to every five hours as a bell. So four times per long rest, basically. 
five times. Five times. Well, five recharges. It's it's weird. Because you don't even have to rest. Time just has to pass. Because of the innate magics of the lands that keep some of this stuff floating, you legitimately will just recharge over time, whether you're resting or not. Cool. Free energy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're pretty awesome better. Yeah. You're all solar-powered. <laughs> guess wind would be better powered. here. Yeah. It's come well with Tesla power, like that free energy. Hmm. Well, it's, it's never free. Jack, sacrifice his jacket. Be quiet and lay down. <laughs> Must we smother you in more jackets? All right, so what do we got? We're created, we exist. All right. This guy up for use. Everybody's got names, equipments, and an artifact. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're good to go then. Your favorite human is right there. Mm-hmm. Sleep on the couch. Defenseless. I don't know. Is he asleep? <laughs> because he's not snoring anymore. It's true. Jason, are you asleep? <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> it's like I live with him. It's like you know these things. He was asleep in the winding star. Just like an alarm. Mm-hmm. He goes in that real quick, though. All right. All right, so the lot of you have all been... Uh, Summoned to the docks, you've been given a uh, a call by the guild itself, which usually means you've got a mission of some sort. Uh, you're to meet with somebody down by the docks. Uh, they will have a uh, Explorer Knight's Blade to let you know they're the person you're looking for. But outside of that, you've been kind of given free range for a couple of hours in the morning to get down there by effectively noon, the lunch bells. Okay. So let's start with a basic of what you imagine your home or lodgings looks like, a short, thin description of what your character looks like, and what they do that morning, be it are you up early taking care of things and then getting down there or are you rolling out of bed because the alarm clock woke you up late and trying to get there just in the nick of time. So, let's start with you, Robert. Okay. Right under the bus. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Or actually, let's use a uh, luck draw real quick just to get that out. Alright. Everybody will draw off the top. In this case, the person with the lowest number is the unlucky one who has to go first. Uh, yeah, it's still me. Okay, cool. <laughs> so do we put this in this card? Or? Uh, yeah, that'll get discarded, and then we'll get shuffled back in later. Okay. Okay. Should we draw a new card? That one should just be off the top, so you shouldn't have to worry about adding to your hand. Oh, I drew from my hand, so that's uh, my bad. Oh, well. There you go. Okay. Sorry, Robert. Okay. So... She's got kind of like a messy dorm room. Okay. Uh, you know, it's got like room for a desk and a bed and maybe a dresser if she's lucky. Okay, so probably living off some of the uh, night's lodgings. Yeah. Explore night's lodgings. Uh-huh. Um, she 
enjoys the nightlife a little too much, so <laughs> she's just rolling out of bed as soon as the alarm clock goes off, and she's got like this really wavy, dark black hair that's, she's trying to get under control real quick. <laughs> quick brush through the hair. And she throws on some clothes that's a little more fancy than normal clothes, and straps her swords to her thing, uh, it's her pack with all of her equipment. And uh, then she heads off to the docks. Okay. <laughs> Leon knows to run. <laughs> Blanket of impending doom. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Rowan, what type of life do you lead? My housing is probably just like a small villa, it's pretty organized. Uh, like 30s, mid 30s, but definitely went gray early. Okay. Full, full head worry. and beard. Of <laughs> full head. No. <laughs> it's just gray. <laughs> it's a little off the top. Okay. We're in pretty like simple clothes, like it's still colorful. I'm thinking like a tunic and a sash and. I don't know what. what I, I, I guess I'm thinking a little bit more like Renaissance, rather than Renaissance clothing, rather than like World War mm-hmm. One era clothing. Oh yeah, like they. I imagine they range the gambit. Definitely a lot more brighter colors. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when do you wake up? You need to be down there. Roughly again for our sake as players by about noon. So I, I probably wake up on my normal schedule and then get things ready and then whatever I need to get done beforehand anyways and then make a plan to be there on time. Okay. It's kind of regimented yeah. following through. Okay. Head down to be precisely on time. <laughs> okay. Navid? Oh, we're... Late twenties, but we just were born with white hair. Not gray, not just just white. Like we're talking albino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we live on a roof. Nice. We live on a roof. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you have a tent up there or no? A hammock? No, we just sleep on the roof. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Roof for rent? Yeah, we'll make it down for rent. Huh. <laughs> we'll be down there early just because you know, we. Like the first five hours of the. Like the last five hours of the day, that's when we sleep, and then we're off and doing things again. So, um, part of the reason. So you grab like a breakfast, a quiche, yeah. or something like that on the way. Yeah, like part of the reason that he lives on a roof is because just mostly just there to sleep. And the rest of the time, he's somewhere else. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Alexander wakes up about 11. (laughs) Uh, Probably lives in night lodging still. Okay. She's in her early 20s. Very pale. Has bright purple hair. And is like... The upwind equivalent of like the gothic girl, because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, she's the. I took the concept of weird psychic girl. 
So I'm just leaning. You can it. have mm-hmm. like, you know, an athletic, corn-fed, oh, weird psychic girl. Ah, <laughs> yes, the Iowa psychic girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm having a Gary Busey moment right now. All it's all that corn. It's all that corn. Psychic. But no, she's. I mean, do you, do you mean your teeth? She's not particularly little or anything. She's just. Like so, average so sized. Um, face I'm trying to think of is rolls out of bed like at eleven. But it, it's, gets dressed, it's like the younger, grabs a portable beard, breakfast, and heads down. Yeah. Okay. But it, it's it's everyone else is dressed in colorful clothes. So She's literally wearing beard. black. She's black. <laughs> beard. She has a beard, usually, I can't remember what fishnets. Mm, nah, too much? Okay. You had to check. Oh, sure. Yeah. Nice. I, I, but she has, like, face, leather armor on because she's still functional. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Functional goth. Been. How about that? Mm. It's dyed black. They probably played <laughs> for one. Yeah. Action goth. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Wait, we're talking about the Spice Girls now? Yep. <laughs> the, the gothic Spice Girls, ah. to be specific. Posh goth? No. So the lot of you all arrive at roughly the same time and spot the, uh, even at a distance before noticing the blade, the man that you have come down here to speak with and who is... I'm actually about five minutes late and running there with a piece of toast sticking out. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Full anime. (laughs) with the toast. (laughs) Okay, so the three of you get there first and spot somebody from your actual academy days when you're training with the guild. Uh, we resist the urge to actually use the game's flashback mechanics at this moment, but uh, you do recognize and remember uh, Master Leo, one of your trainers, especially in the arts of sword play. Uh, he looks at the three of you approaching from various directions, gives a simple hand raise. Uh, he looks probably to be in his maybe early or mid-40s, uh, definitely starting to go gray, salt and pepper look. Um, has a number of scars and bits where you can tell, yeah, that's that's a practice sword landing a blow probably a little too hard. Um, I look at the one on his ear and go, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but he, he's definitely seen his fair share of combat. Um, from what you've heard, he has actually ventured into some of the Twilight Lands. Uh, which rumors tell are host to all sorts of nightmarish creatures. However, not many of those have actually been, um, well, seen, or ships have usually not come back from those areas. Kind of the here there be monsters. Exactly. Uh, it, It hits a point where literally you go below cloud level and people just don't know what's down there. Oh, good. Most people don't come back up if they drop that low. So you stay where it's nice and bright. But he waves the three of you over. Well, good to see that you all made it. I see we're still missing one. Um, Veretta, I believe. Should probably wait on her. <laughs> you got a little something? Just like the pocket watch. Ah, okay. Yeah, just like... Winding it up. Keeping it going. And a couple of minutes later, Vreda comes <laughs> rushing down the hill towards the docks. 
the city that you're all a part of kind of builds this winding city around a larger mountain of this floating material down to the docks, which positions itself kind of where you'd expect docks to be if this were sitting on a lake, right on that kind of final lower level. So I get there, take the toast out of my mouth, say, sorry boss, but you know how it is, there was a blonde and a brunette and ounce of alcohol and a game of chance that was part poker, part truth or dare. Ah, yes. Well, your uh, grand potential is the reason why you are such a uh, (laughs) unique explorer knight. And why you have been selected along with the rest of you for this mission. We have gotten word that there may be some artifacts located on a uh, a floating bit of debris, for lack of a better term. It is an island you can still land on, but one small enough that uh, few have looked at it in terms of a uh, location to live or even settle. We have the uh, lodestone in question from the scouts who found it, and we have uh, requisitioned a ship for you, along with a couple of days of rations, so you can make your way there and back. Uh, We are fairly lucky, as this little bit of detritus is actually floating its way through some of the air currents, and will be making its way fairly nearby in the coming days. Now, mind you, that also means if you miss this, it's it's a bottle in a stream. You will definitely need to put quite a bit of effort into catching up to it. So I'd recommend getting it right the first time. Now, the scouts did mention that there are some others who uh, spotted it, but did not decide to land at that time, as they saw the same runes that we did. It seems the uh, civilization before had some sort of building in this particular small bit of land that has kept bits and pieces of it clustered together. Old stone and metal forged together for some, uh, what we assume, militaristic purpose. So we can assume some bandits are probably making their way there now. Whether you get there first or second, don't get there last. Any questions? What are the runes that scare you people so? Uh, sorry, slip of the tongue. Ruins. Ah. But there may be runes there of the magical variety. Uh, in that regard, be on your guard for... Uh, or oriented ruins. This location is very earthen. Kill me, Leon. <clears throat> what are you hoping to find on this? What makes it worth going out there? What's so important? We just believe it to be another artifact, and, well, something we do not want to fall into the hands of those who may misuse it, quite simply put. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see that, Leon? That's for you. Your, your tail should not be wagging that much. That's <laughs> his favorite human, though. <laughs> so, simply put, this is a matter of uh, security. 
ensuring others don't get it. Exactly. It doesn't fall in the wrong hands. And I'm all about security. I'm not here for your word play. You're here for a mission. I think you just like the pat down. I believe it depends on who's doing the patting. Yes, it does. I figure she's doing the patting usually. The running lizard has been given to you. I expect you to uh, take good care of it and bring its electroplated hull back in one piece. Okay. What's the maximum number of pieces in which you'd be okay with us bringing it back? No, no. Make sure each piece is fully disintegrated, thus it's still one piece. Yeah. It's just... Missing a few. It's not whole, like but it, it is, is one. still one Okay, piece. hey, thanks for the mission there, I would just, I'd hold my fist out for a fist bump. That is my kind of thinking. <laughs> Look, like I said, there's always another way to solve right things. <laughs> there, there's just that moment of like, all right, focus, don't get angry. <laughs> I mean, you remember why you hated me so much, right? Okay, anyway. I see his face and just, you know we get the mission done. It's just... I would prefer you get it back with, as the idiom implies, no pieces are missing from your ship. Or disintegrated. You are powerful in your wielding of the element. (laughs) Leon. Hush. No! (laughs) That's true. I expect you capable of fixing, mending, and keeping your ship afloat. Okay. Oh yeah, pick the right people for that. All right. Thanks. And I will look around for the running lizard. Right. So, I since you are kind of running with this, maybe not the best of the recruits I'd like somebody to make a play against me we'll make this an easy play okay. to see what type of ship the running lizard is and what type of crew you have been given now mind you oh, people. whoever wants to make this play can also up the ante a little bit in how you describe what a successful or a positive looking crew and ship is to you to the point that this may turn into a two card play I'll do it <laughs> alright so what attribute Yeah, what attribute would you like to use be it ability, Does skill, it, or potential I'm going to use skill Okay. and I want to use please allow me to introduce myself I'm a woman of wealth and taste alright so what is the, what is the, uh, forgetting proper terminology. What's your bid? Ante. What do you need? Yeah, your ante. There we go. What is your ante? All right. What's success that? look like? Okay. Success looks like it's a very nice ship, luxurious quarters. Okay. And a crew of very beautiful people that are not only easy on the eyes, but easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Very specific, Auntie. Very specific. Are you talking about a sky whorehouse right now? It's basically what I'm hearing. Okay. A, a sky harem. Yes. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Well, 
Robert did not specify gender. That's true. So I was I trying appreciate to know. That. That's true. There are. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like a, a like a. Horse. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sounds like a. It's, it's like the traveling circus of you know mistresses. Or what masters? That doesn't. What's the male form of mistress? Miss Master. Miss Master. It that feels weird. Just because of other connotations of that word. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, if this happens to fail for you, uh, you have a crew that is not even necessarily like bottom of the barrel, but they've heard of your uh, heard of your ways. <laughs> They're all humorless puritans. <laughs> <laughs> to some degree, yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's... So uptight that the British kicked him out. Oh, wait, that's... <laughs> so uptight that they turn their meals into diamond. <laughs> <laughs> the type of people who expect you to run by the book. Okay. It is still a good and functional ship. Don't get me wrong. It will get you where you're going. Uh, it might be a bit on the Spartan side, but it has everything you'd expect, and maybe even a little more. Okay. Please, by the book, please don't fail. <laughs> so, what would you... Or, for that... That sounds like a two-card. That does sound like a two-card. It's oh, going yeah. specialized enough. Yeah. Okay. So, here's the two cards I'm using. And you're going for the highest numerical total value. Yes. Unless you throw a joker in there. Okay. Okay. So, you've got your two cards there? Mm-hmm. On three. One, two, three. Joker! Yep. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and to get rid of that three. So, you make your way down to the uh, running lizard. fucking ace! So, you played a joker. That means everything is shuffled back in? From, yeah. So, so you shuffle your head. Yeah. Everybody oh, shuffles no, when a joker is played. Oh. And... Does that include this pile? Or? Yep. You take your discard, you take your hand, throw it all in, and shuffle it. This is, to some degree, to keep you from just holding on to a joker until you need it. Does that include potential as well? Uh, it does not include potential. It's only for your play hand. Yep. Because you can't have a joker in your potential deck. You really use the joker on that. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly because I wanted to get it out of my hand. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Heard the descriptions like nah. There so like, Stephen didn't have to describe mm, yep, some no. uncomfortable things. I mean, I'm not uncomfortable with describing like a crew of your classic vest-wearing men and women <laughs> with no shirts underneath and short shorts. Strap. Yeah, <laughs> short shorts that are dangerously short. All it the sweat. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's chafing. That's oh, right. God, the chafing. There's so much talcum See, powder. That's not it's, attractive. It's not a bad answer. You, you know, then, then, then that causes cancer, so mm-hmm. maybe. They're not as worried about that. You got magic. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Can magic right. stop your DNA from misreplicating? Why not? Six. I mean, we are on floating islands, I suppose. The sky's the limit. Oh, okay. 
All right. Now I'm just cool. as heavy, but in a different suit. Yep. But one that's everything. not my weak suit, so... It's more my balance suit. Hey, but husband. That's okay. Come here. Four for four. All right, so... You arrive, I find the gangplank, and as the four of you are walking up it, you find your crew all standing at attention, uniforms neatly tucked in, looked like they were pressed the last night. Um, Each one of them even does that, like, click and stop Mm -hmm. the moment you are on deck, and there is a salute as you all walk by. They are presenting arms. I was just like, God damn it. Well, I I thought myself as more British, so... So one of them knows and is like, Like, maybe the right one, sir. Aha, yes. (laughs) You get your brown noser immediately. (laughs) (laughs) This seems like my crew immediately, so... Like, "Mm, mm." I'm happy you're happy about this. I am. This is not to say that they are not unpleasing to your eyes. It's just, you know... You're gonna have to work at they, anything. They're, here. they're they're not easy. <laughs> they are not easy. Not to say you might not find somebody where you're like, oh hello. <laughs> All right. Just gotta work for it. So, I, uh, you get the ship set up, ready to cast off. What all do you think yourselves in terms of jobs aboard the ship? Not breaking anything. It's fair. Navigator. What? Or, That's or, terrible. Job. I have a spyglass, so look out. Okay. Just not breaking anything. <laughs> <laughs> just stand You're really close the to the middle exploration of the exploration side. Uh huh. Yep. Okay. Okay. Just so sit in the back and. As navigator, you know that the buttons. the lodestone you were given. You can basically think of it as. The GPS coordinates on a three-dimensional compass. You'll need to attune this to your guide, and that will then basically point you in the direction you need to go in three dimensions. Now, that's the catch. You've got a lodestone that'll point you to one direction, one specific spot. Mm. You do also have a lodestone to get you back here, but you've got to reattune that. Oh, so we only have one lodestone. We don't have, a, like, a lodestone dedicated to our home base. You do also have one for home. But, yeah, you, you specifically are currently holding one for where you're going. Okay, so it's already attuned to where we want to go. You'll have to do the attunement. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you see um, Navid doing aboard a ship? The reckless <laughs> captain. <laughs> Randomly see, pushing buttons is a bad way to go. I could see a Kirk. Yeah, or a yeah. Brannigan. I know. That's why I was saying. Yeah. That's why I was thinking. It's like very Kirk. I'm maybe like you the all, first. Maybe you're the one who like spot. gives the speech. I do. I mean, I do. Kind of. My affinity is intelligent perception. So, hey, there you go. You can do that. Now, many of you may die horrible, meaningless deaths. But that's a risk that I'm willing to take. There we go. <laughs> Depending on the type of character you want to be. Kind of the uh, Shrek spiel. Some of you may Mm -hmm. die, but that's a risk I'm willing to take. (laughs) I find an empty chair, uh, put my feet up in the chair next to it, and read a book until someone shoots me dirty looks and I move my feet. Alright. You'll find the only seats here. (laughs) 
<laughs> the only seats here are down in the uh, cafeteria, effectively. Well, I guess I'm sitting on the floor then. I'm going to be where the business is. Just very carefully away from buttons. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, who'd like to make a play for launching? Well, I can do that. Okay. Well, I guess you are the navigator there. You might need to... Now, mind you, you may be good enough that you don't think a play is necessary, that you can get that attuned and you're good to go, and maybe the narrative goal here is a speech that inspires the crew and gets them ready for whatever lies ahead, which success may mean you've earned yourself a cash with the crew. It may be your navigation is so good that, yeah, you can get there quicker. You know some of the air currents and jet streams around here that'll get you there guaranteed before that pirate fleet or bandit fleet is spoken of gets there. It may be you find a way to gussy up to one of the crew. I think I could swing kind of motivational. I you find a way to do something? Can, I push the like, right do you button. you have the cards to attune it? I, I mean, you've got... I have cards to help. I mean, the thing is, she's not stupid. Of, she mm-hmm. just is, like, afraid I mean, to do anything to fuck it up. You've got <laughs> oh, that mind-reading potential. Yeah, so I, maybe I the totally, play yeah. could be swing the really getting to understand the crew. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's a find out that, yeah, they are... Very Spartan on the outside, but and, uh, they're putting on a face. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, and I that can do you're something. Able to dig into that. And Since it out. worked so well last time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I would like to share it around because, as mentioned, when you make a play, you get to do that little bubble in uh, for whatever it is you oh, had yeah, as a right. reminder. Yeah, that whatever it is you had, add that bubble in. But yeah, I. I'll, I'll focus on uh, Rowan, uh, Alexandra, and Navid. Navid, uh, for the time being, just to yeah, have spread. everybody get a throw yeah. on first. But, make yeah. a speech. That but sounds keep good. thinking. I think I could make a speech. I think I could swing a where there's a will, there's a way sort of thing here. All right. Okay. Honestly, with the cards I got in my hand, it's horrible. <laughs> Unless I mean, you think you can get a specific team of success to get us there like that. No, I think that's good. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of if I can assist him. I have to use an ability or skill myself as well. Yeah, and then because because it has to be a two through three, two or three to assist. I feel like I should double check because it's either the same ability or you just have to have the same suit. Same suit. In which case, you'd say, I'd like to use this ability, it would be heart, and you'd be like, I've got a two or a three of hearts. Yes, I can help you. Because I didn't know if you have to use your own ability in that suit. All right, I will find out real quick. But yeah, I... So while you're looking, I think my ante on this is going to be the rousing, impromptu speech, and especially given the style of the group with whom we're working, Mm -hmm. come hell or high water... They're just going to continue to push with this confidence that we're going to make it happen. Okay, so that inspired confidence of, like, even even if these are supposed to be, like, I don't want to say rejects of the Academy, but <laughs> the one everybody knows has a reputation. Let's put it that way. That they immediately go, okay, they just, you know, they'll look at you and go, they work differently, not poorly. Yeah, and at least kind of 
things might be wonky and seem off, but somehow things are going to work out. And so we're just going <laughs> to not mutiny. <laughs> I feel like if you say that, you're just giving them an idea. Well, I'm not going to say that. That's just oh, kind of a... Yeah, that's, that's, that's the... That's the You say mutiny. So you're saying my counter bid should be mutiny, <laughs> and we change the adventure from exploring ruins to surviving a mutiny. I, I can that. <laughs> While in dark. And that's the fun of up While in the dark. While in, While dark. in the dark. I haven't even So yeah, no, that, my ante is, even if we mess up, even if we kind of fuck up pretty severely... We will succeed. Somehow we're going to succeed. We just work differently... It's gonna happen. So I, I would see that as your, like, this is my means of getting to that ante. Your ante can go a little more mechanical as well. What do you hope to get out of this? I hope to get out of this, like, I, I if would, there's a difficult situation that arises due to the like fervent commitment of the crew, we get some sort of mechanical benefits. Okay, so the generic for those, it would be like a one-card crew cash. All right, I like that. Yep. In which case, I'd say uh, you'd write that down on your sheet if you succeed. All right. Um, as just a reminder. And you can, of course, lend these caches to other people. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Okay. Uh, let's figure out teamwork real quick so I get that right. And that's, I'm assuming, a one wager? Uh, yeah, it seems pretty straightforward. It seems pretty simple. Helper characters may each provide one card of a given play which must be of the suit assigned to the ability, skill, or potential being used to help. Explorer Knights have superior, allowing them to have two or three as their help. Okay, so I would have to define how I'm helping. Is that... Not even. That's what it made it sound like. They do go a little bit lighter on it, but yeah, you can definitely say like how you'd like to help in this regard. But No, because... I could also help... Because it made it sound like you're helping with a specific thing. Assigned to the ability, skill, or potential being used to help. So, yeah. Used to help. So, whatever you're using to help. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, so like, if my ability, Arbiter of Conflict, uses a heart, then I would have to use, use a heart. heart. Yep. So, if I was willing to up the ante on this... Okay. To maybe get two caches, could I up that to a two-card play? Okay. And I'll have to up my Annie. Yeah. Um, originally, I was going to just flip it as a one-card anti or one-card against you. Well, that just For the crew being like, too easy. yeah, that's not great. Um, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of time to really go off the rails with these. But a two-card? Yeah. Um, Okay, I will say that if you fail this, despite whatever may happen, the crew's still going to look so poorly on your success or failures here that should success come, this will be just a regular mission, no matter how amazing it was. And should failure come, they will specifically single you out oh, that's as the blame for perfect. said failure. <laughs> Even if what was one of the others or random happenstance, they will lay it at your feet. We'd be, yeah, we're okay with that. Okay. <laughs> when you don't have a good reputation to begin with, 
This will only make it worse if things go poorly. Yeah. Okay, so you're going with a two card? Okay, okay, okay. I'll use these two. I mean, I could use heart to pencil and do force of will to, like, make them believe it. If you want me to, Zach. I think I got that option. Okay, I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. that's a thing I can... It's a thing I can do. Yep. If I could just anybody sit there would like in the to corner help. and just, like, voom. Short of him having a job, I've got this. That's fair. Because you have to have a two. You have to have a two or a three to help. My hand went terribly wrong. That's that's fair. You yeah. might have a lot of fours and fives. No. It happens. <laughs> you went terribly wrong. So... <laughs> have an ability always another way to solve things how i'm trying to think of mm. how would that or nothing gets by me i could see nothing gets by me as reading the crew and trying to get a feel oh. for it and I before I get six cards so yeah you get you get six. before things go awry <laughs> before the speech starts you go hey lean into these elements mm. oh I'm, I'm giving the prep talk to the prep talk yeah. Yeah, I could see the same thing if you wanted to use like mind reading potential yeah, yeah. or social that abilities. Guy's lazy. Yeah, I don't <laughs> <laughs> Here's the info I've gathered. That's yeah, bum leg, mm-hmm. I can mention that, but lazy eye. Yeah, And especially since you're leaning into this idea of look, things may be weird, your character being the weird psychic girl. <laughs> displaying an ability, period, is enough to be like, yeah, that's weird. Okay, I'm behind it. <laughs> Just okay. look at me for too long and you're like, oh, something's mm, not. Something's not. Mm. That's not like right. hairs on the back of the neck stand up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so She's not real popular. you're helping? Yep. Anybody else help? No. All right, flip you on three. You guys got this, I believe it. One, two, two three. three. All right. 17, 20. You got it. Against a 15. All right. So, uh, write yourself down for a two-card cash. I'm not going to intentionally fail things. Come on, guys. Trust me a little bit more than that. Sometimes it's fun and interesting. Other times, yeah, it's not great. (laughs) Get those marks in there, yeah. Two-card, we'll just say crew cash. So you get marks for failures or marks for oh, attempt? Just for using it, but you have to be the primary person primary. to use it. In helping, I don't believe it gives you any Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. All okay. Right. So properly motivated, the crew hops to. Um, you notice that uh, you've got crew that then goes from top deck, setting up the masks, down to aiding you in... Uh, getting the lodestone in place, um, getting the crew basically or the ship all ready to For push off, yeah, and launch. Um, since none of, none of you really seem to uh, be pilot types, unless you see yourself as I'd such, be pilot navigator. Okay, be yep. both. sure not. No. Okay, uh, then you've got crew also there helping you in terms of. They're there to start the push off and pass off to you once you've got the lodestone set. Um, and you can see engineers moving back and forth, double checking the uh, the arc plating that keeps the ship floating in the air, and head out into the airways. What kind of ship do they look like? Are they like galleon kind of look? 
or they oh, they actually cruise have. liner like I oh, that's cool. like what era of ships are they? Hold on. Oh, oh, that's In hopefully there. just the edges. Mm. Yeah, it's just the edges. Yes. It is a little too close on. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah, they went all out for ship design. Okay, yeah, so a little wow. bit more of the... Yeah, a bit of like that ship of the line look with some of them being like literal hot air balloons. We're basically the Flying Dutchman. Yeah, that's kind of a good way to look at it. I like it. Because mm-hmm. which one are we? Corvette? Uh, Corvette? I think probably like the Corvette. Yeah. Corvette, the EGS Swift. Probably yeah. a good pop there. It's got an arc cannon on the front of it. Okay. Otherwise, pretty straightforward. Plenty of masts and stuff. Yeah. Can we use the Knight's Mulligan for our potential hands? I think so, yeah. Okay. Now, mind you, you can always just, uh, if you want to do something with a little bit of narrative flair, that is something where you're like, eh, it's, there's nothing interesting in failure, you can just spend that card. That's it. Okay. Whatever you want to do happens. All right, I remember that. Yeah. My hand is garbage. I got a lot of helping. I mean, that's I, good. I got two and three. It fits the character. Yeah. To give you some context, I could have spent my entire potential hand and not beat him. Oof. <laughs> Yikes. Not great? Oh, yeah. No. Good to know where you are with that. <laughs> but at the very least, it sounds like you can help other people with your potential. Yes. <laughs> there you go. You that with that much. My oh. potential is actually really good. So <laughs> Mine's pretty mad. Which is kind of like the opposite of my other hand. <laughs> So we're off flying. So you're out there on flying. <sighs> uh, and we'll do another uh, play for how you get there. So Lance, mm-hmm. since Rowan is kind of the pilot navigator, yep. I'm going to say it makes sense to put you in charge of this one. So mentioned it would probably take couple of days, two days to get there. Um, so keep that in mind when you're coming up with your ante. Mm. Go big, go big. <laughs> <laughs> I can actually assist you on this, I think. Mm-hmm. And also remember, you've got narrative elements to play with, like the... Yep. Uh, keep wanting to say pirates, but bandits, yeah, of the like, uh, out in the air, which, you want to get into a battle? <laughs> There's potential there. Whether or not I assist you is entirely dependent on how you go about this and what you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Like, what I'm trying to accomplish is to, to be our competitors. In what way? Get there first? Get there. Get yep. the drop on them. Because yeah, you're you're flying through like cloud banks and other stuff like that. It's stealth is feasible if you want to say I would. Since I know the bandits are out there, I want to get a drop on them, and you know be able to get the upper hand when we first attack the ship. It could just be yeah, I want to get there first. 
however you want to start that play. And I will usually pick narrative elements to counter you that are similar to those lines. So if it comes to combat and you're like, I want to get the jump on them, they might get the jump on you, or they may just be horrifically outnumbering you. If it's I want to get there first, it might be either they got there first or looks like they've already come and gone. So we did the one thing we're not supposed to do, which is get there last. (laughs) (laughs) So, now you want to play this, I can help out. Because, yeah, especially with arc potential, you're looking that arc is what is used to keep the ships aloft and propel them, usually. Um, and there's always a good chance for the weaponry to be involved as well. Well, Wind can give you suitable currents. Trying to get there, I was thinking more along the lines of using my eagle eyes for lookout. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we can use potential for this? Yeah. Mm. Okay. If you can think of a way your potential can help you get there quicker, be it I've got potential with ore that lets me detect, you know, actual deposits of landmass or material, which will help us navigate directly to where we're going or avoid other landmasses, find that straight way. So, so, so what if my potential was master strength, oh, monster strength, monster okay. How would you I want to arrive way? there in not glorious fashion, but in like a very like dominable kind of fashion. Like, ah. like we're, we're, we're arriving, we're announcing our presence, and it's the show of force. Cannons blazing. So mm-hmm. you want to get there with Full pirates speed already there, is what I'm hearing. With them probably having recently landed... And they're on the ground. Yes, yes. And you want to just be coming in at. Them. And we're there, like, we we were on their we were we were on their heels. Okay. Show of force. Yes, show of force. <laughs> okay, but not having traded blows beforehand, no. just getting there at that moment. Okay. Yeah. Um, it seems to be a relatively like tight window there. So I'd call that probably a two in terms of two and the difficulty. Yep. Could a crew and catch up with that? Crew could definitely help, yeah. If you wanted to throw in that cash, or allow them to use some of that cash. Um, now, mind you, whatever ability you're using, the ranking next to it is the maximum number of cards you can play. Oh, and so these also have... So have if, if, you're, if you're monster strength, is rating one, you get to only play one card from your hand, that is. Yep. Okay. Okay, yep. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Uh, So, if you fail this, then as you're catching up to them and having that display of force, Uh, you quickly find out that you are outgunned to the point that they're going to keep you away from the island long enough that they'll get in and get out with what they're looking for. Yeah. Sounds reasonable. So what's the functional consequence of him using a crew cache? 
crew cash goes down by one okay. and draws a card off the top of his play deck, and that gets added to it. This sounds... Sure, we'll, 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 we're going to start it's like all a... in. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. It's kind of okay. a big deal here. So it would be off my play deck? Because mm-hmm. you're using the crew cash. Yep. Cool. What if it, and if it doesn't match, it's okay? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it'll be suitless. suitless. Yep. Anytime you draw off the top, okay. yeah, it's effectively going to be suitless. So, so you have almost never have her to help. About it. You have yeah. those two cards and one crew. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I so again, success. You're coming at them as they're just docked, unaware, and plays will then be made from there. Uh, a failure is basically you get there and. Your display of force is outshown mm-hmm. to the point that you have to pull back and retreat. Okay, three, two, one. Ooh, nice. So that's thirty-one. I think that. Hold on. Now you've got a king, and this is clearly a combat strategy. I've got a king, also playing off combat strategy. So I'm going to attempt to crown it. Is a nine, so that's a twenty-nine. And so I play something now. Is you have the saying? you have the option since you played that king and you're dealing with a strategy combat strategy type scenario we, to play off the top. We still but, win. Yeah, because that uh, Joker was or Joker Jack was drawn off the top. You've got another ten already. You're already beating it. You don't have to draw if you don't want to. Okay. Now, mind you, the amount of success can play into it. It can be used to interpret the results a little bit more. So right now, it's fairly close. You want to pull that off the top and make this a big victory, potentially? Go for it. You want it to just be, oh, we just caught them and they're scrambling and we'll see how it goes? No, that that's why I played it. the the king mm-hmm. and this type of strategy was was combat strategy leadership. It's it's top of the play deck. Forceful authority. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Another jack. All right. So that's what's my Bowers. A, a grand total of like forty one against a twenty nine. So yeah, this is a overwhelming show of force. This is a... uh, As the ship breaks through the clouds, you prep a arc cannon shot that runs through the ship and (laughs) disables it. You watch as it starts to, like, sink a little bit, and there the engineers left on board are quickly working to get the hull restarted so they can start floating again. The crew that has been set out watches their ship sink... And they are just, like, horrified at what they're watching and just make a break to get inside. And they're already at a point where their morale is kind of crushed by what they've seen. We're basically the guy that just needed a car and decided to bring one of those super jacked up trucks because he's overcompensating. Except Corvette's not terribly huge. We just just know how to use it, and so Mm -hmm. we just... It was the perfect shot. Disabled some of their systems and split their crew. The show of force is the crew 
So some of them went yeah, saw... <coughs> inside the debris where we're going or inside their ship? Yeah, sure. Inside the ruin. Right. Yep, a little of both. Okay. So you've split the crew. All the landing crew didn't get off their ship, but a couple did. Okay. All right. What's the next play for you? Well, you can mark that. Did you mark that? Yeah, definitely mark that. Even just attempting is enough to mark. It, to bubble it would in. be able to show now. Yep, monster yeah. shrimp. Yeah. Make landing. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Now, you're not under duress. There's no... I mean, there's potential for damage to the ship and for showing off. Um, so, yeah, we'll do... We'll just do a simple one play for landing the ship. So, on a failure, we'll just do a ship gets scraped up a little bit, a little damaged. Um, more so an embarrassment to the crew than it is anything else. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hate you so much right now. Have you deflated yet? Shut That's up and go lay with your human. So I'm going to be invoking nothing gets by me as a sense of trying to, like, find us a safe place to land. No... That makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's a good defensible position kind of thing. Sounds good. All right. Three, two, one. By one, nice. So you spot a good place to set down, one that's safe uh, and far enough away that you know, okay, once the bandits manage to get themselves together, get their ship back up and running, they're not going to spot us where we're hiding. So uh, you've made landfall on this small-ish rock. You're looking at something that's like maybe a quarter of a mile in diameter. There's a very clear uh, stone edifice with a steel door that has been slightly opened, left ajar, uh, that, you know, the uh, bandits in question have made their way into. Okay. Where to, Captain? Who made him captain? <laughs> People that weren't thinking. <laughs> this was like a terrible decision. Yeah, it was, and yet here we are. <clears throat> um, because nothing that I might do here is going to end well for us. Cool. <laughs> awesome. So if anybody else has any rational ideas, you might want to speak up. Boy, when you say that word... <laughs> Um, I don't know, man. I could use nimble and quick to like quickly get off the ship and like navigate onto the. That sounds get a like scout. a much better mm-hmm. idea yeah, than what I would have us do. 
find a quick way there. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Um, sounds like a good play. Okay. I'll counter that with... You may be nimble and quick, mm-hmm. but you overlooked a trap that has been here for quite some time that will inflict a minor injury on you. Okay. One? One well, card, I, yeah. I, I could assist. Okay. You can definitely assist. Uh, how do you plan on assisting? So we're assisting with a... Never tell me the odds. She might be in a hurry and we're going to go blind, but you know what? We're just going to miss that trap. Just <coughs> by a tiny bit. It's there. We notice it, you know, as the rock that we kicked happened to set it off. But we got this. Okay. Okay. All right. Last guy. You got your card? Okay. Three, two, one. Alright, I, I do have Ace, which can be crowned in any play, regardless of circumstance. Uh, King is more combat, strategy, leadership, ability, diplomacy, etc. and so on. It's forceful authority. Um, whereas this one feels a little bit more, probably lean on Jack? Yeah. Well, I didn't have a Jack, so I played Jack because it's yeah. hard. Okay. So, so I'm not allowed to crown? No. For this one, I'd say no. Well, fuck. For seven. Okay. So as you're making your way through, there is a quick uh, triggering of a little wire trap. That's right. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) One of us had to fuck up. Should no, no, it'd be me. Triggering of a wire trap that sends a a kind of small swarm of ball bearings your way. Cool. Draw off the top. And that'll determine how much of an injury it is. Oh. All right. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, almost. Uh, it's, uh, with a minor injury, you divide its value by three. So a ten divided by three. Three. Gets you three. So discard three cards from your hand. And Oof. you currently have a hand size of three. Now, um, that being said... Your potential also goes down to three. So that will drop by one. You could potentially use uh, your potential to heal yourself. If you don't have a potential that seems to, or a potential ability that seems to fit that, you can default with it and simply just spend that card to do some healing. I will do a quick look up as to how healing. I mean, I have force of will, and I could just be like, "Ow." Make that stop hurting. And Foof. Work through it. To heal myself. I could see that as a little bit. It's more natural healing. Drink some water as and walk it off. Kind of magical. Of yeah. Shrug it off. Which may have a little bit of different effect. Your arm hasn't fallen off yet. You're fine. <laughs> it's still it just attached. stings. Core book. Okay. Plays and calls. Okay. 
They are constellations, yeah. I thought so. Okay. Okay. Injuries. There we go. If a character receives skilled healing care, at the time of the injury, they may heal one card for every face card of the appropriate suit the healer is willing to discard from a play hand. Also, that it has to be... Has to be a face card. Face cards drawn to replenish those spent for healing may not be used for healing those same injuries. So if anybody has something that they would say this kind of leans into healing... Uh, She's all right. kind of the one who leans into healing. <laughs> Alright, um, how about yeah. this? My Blood of Iron, Heart of Stone. I could kind of see that. Got a face card for it? King. That'll work. So I could just discard two face cards out of my hand? <clears throat> it's got to be associated with the skill. With, yeah, with the skill. So it skill has to come out of my potential hand. I don't have any face cards in my potential hand. You could still do it out of your regular, but it would be limited to a single suit would be the catch. Okay. Yeah. So if you could find a way, like skilled medic, that being more intellectually based, you could potentially use, like, uh, spades. But I already did it for it, right? Yeah, but that's just one. That's one. Well, yeah. I'm losing three cards. Okay. So you could definitely <clears throat> aid in this. I appreciate it. Yeah, that'll bump. I... Bump your hand back up to four. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then if you have some way to also heal yourself, you can bump that then up again. <sighs> I have a lot of face cards, but nothing that'll work for this. Nothing else. No. Now, magical healing requires the abilities of a character with some form I mean, I've of... got tougher than I look. Mm-hmm. So, so you I could can... use that. There you go. Um, I can discard two. Is that a face card two? Yeah. Okay, I'll just discard those two. It's the face card that beat us. Right. And for potential later use, yeah. uh, healing requires rain potential and will immediately restore one play card for every potential hand card spent okay. by the healing character to power their magic. Okay. Do you redraw up to six after you've played cards? Or you keep the... Mm-hmm. You redraw hand. up to whatever your current max is, which yeah. is six. Which is six. Yep. Because oh, so you should power. always have yep. your max hand size. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime you play, you'll draw back up. Okay. It's with potential that you only draw every quote unquote five hours every bell. Okay. Yeah. And that's just a way to keep you from just use magic to solve all problems. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So we got there. Nobody died. Well, scouting has determined there are traps. Mm-hmm. So make sure you guys know that. Yeah, you have not made it yet as a group. Mm. Step. Ball bearing. <laughs> Ow! Fine. Hold on. A whole lot of okay. binding of wounds. So, knowing there are traps... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> Could I swing a walk between the raindrops like, okay, we know there are traps, so we're going to avoid them actively, and it's going to be okay. Sure. I need to make sure I actually have that suit before I make the pitch. 
I could also see that as a, if you wanted to bump it up to a more difficult one, you set them all off so no one has Mm -hmm. to worry about them. Because you can walk through the raindrops. Yeah, let's do that. That Not everybody else can. We're going to set them all off. Okay. I'd put that as a two play. Oh, I'm good. Jason, can you come clean my glasses? They're really bugging me. So we're gonna, I, I'm going to set up all of the traps so that nobody else can set up the traps. Oh, cool. Sounds like I a didn't point. know that was out here. I'll just use that. I don't know if there's any way any of you can assist me, but if you can. I don't have the right cards to assist you, otherwise I totally would. Because you can only assist with twos and threes, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Nothing gets by me. As yep. like an assistant, I'm helping find all the traps, making sure all of them mm-hmm. are actually set off. Good on you. A bunny would be quieter. <laughs> it's all they scream. Mm. But they usually they don't. They usually don't. It's, unless you're murdering them actively. They usually don't. That's wonderful. Thank you. All right. I'm hungry. Nothing sounds good. It's okay. It's okay, so your play is... No worries, set off all the traps. Everybody then can get to this point no rapidly because there's nothing dangerous. Okay. I I will say you fail. It's a major injury. Yeah. You're you're triggering a lot of these. Yep. There is a good chance that you'll be you won't be dead, but you won't be in a really good position. I have a survival cache. Mostly dead. I have a survival cache from my culture. Can he use that? <laughs> I. In this case, I'd lean towards no. Oh, this okay. is more perceptive. Though, okay. surviving I the trap could use a bold truth, recklessness yeah. cache. That makes sense. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're boldly and recklessly setting off every trap. Boldly and recklessly traveling where no one has gone before. Yep. So. Again, failure, you'll get a major injury, which is draw off the top, divide whatever that value is by two. That's the amount of damage. But you will still set off all the traps and be able to get everybody to the door properly. I just have to hope he's not going to play Joker. (laughs) 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 Okay. We'll go with... Show me Three, two, one. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. Definitely going to pull one off the top end. 30. It's tied. 30. All right, you know what that means? We got up the ante. <clears throat> so, 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 so would Deception Thievery subterfuge allow him to, to, uh, to crown that? <coughs> Or is this so bold that it needs to be... It, he is specifically using his bold cash. Mm-hmm. So I would lean a lot more towards King on mm-hmm. that one. Forceful authority is what I would lean on yep. in that idea. Because yeah, the others don't quite land. Okay, so, so... Up in the ante. How does, the, how does this work? Up in the ante. How are we going to up the ante what? for major injury? Uh, 
it goes to deadly injury, oh, which right. is whatever you draw is the amount of damage you oh, take. Jesus. I like it. Which is bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or I can find some other way to I'm not. harry you. I got this. Those are, oh, yeah. Those are off my side. Yep. Lose the cash? There's a reason I made the relic that I did. That's good. Yeah, it's, yeah, but this is hurting you for the most part. <laughs> I just said it has to have a significant negative consequence due to my actions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does. <laughs> and a cash use would probably be for the rest of the island. Would be my say for it. But yeah, that makes sense. But that, the relic would be if I failed, so yeah. that's not me up in the ante here. Okay. Uh, so, how do we up the... How do, I guess I don't really know how we're going to up the ante on my end there. you got to find something to add to it. All it right. could be something like throw yourself a cache. So I have for... to use another skill or ability? Or no. Or throw a cache? I, this is all narrative at this point. Okay. Yeah. This, this is... This could be something like as I'm dancing through these traps as they're being set off, I'm able to kind of read and study them a little bit and get a feel for what they're like, and that gives us a... Better chance of noticing them if there are any in the ruins. Yep, a cache for the traps, be it noticing, be it disarming, be it using them to your advantage. Say you get in combat with these these bandits later, you can use that trap cache to be like, aha, we tricked them into setting off a trap. All right. That sounds good. Okay. I'm going to say the additional side effect, aside from that heavy injury you're getting, uh, instead of bumping that up to deadly, it's going to be that you activate a trap that damages the ship. Mm. (laughs) Okay. And you're going to injure like half the crew. It's okay. (laughs) They're on board, and they know it's going to work out. <laughs> we prepped for this, so we knew this could happen. All right, so let's see how this goes. We're now purely in the lands of fate. This is a draw-off-your-play deck to see one, or three, two, one. Oh! That's an ace. Then we might have to use that relic. You did fail. Yep. All right, so first... We resolve what happens. You set off the traps. You are injured rather drastically. Mm-hmm. So please draw from your play. You will divide whatever it is in half and take that injury. Four. Four. Not unconscious, but that is painful. No one dies on my watch. Is Hold on. Skill? Let's finish resolving. Okay. Yep. And then you will be able to use that to heal. If, I would say. If we, if, if we have to heal, maybe. yep. Which I would say you you can you can handle one of the effects you're getting, not all of them. And as you're triggering some of these traps, one of them happens to then also activate some of these old defensive systems, which pops up an arc cannon that immediately targets and fires at your ship. Now, thankfully, the crew has been on edge, and they're ready to go, but there are still some injuries on board. So, with this, I would say your artifact has the opportunity to undo 
one of these effects. So, the Be crew it. was prepped for this. <laughs> mm-hmm. They took some injury, but that's why I gave the speech. <laughs> so they get You're the not. <laughs> so, I would say the injury saying? would reduce the crew's cash by one, just because injury yeah. would reduce it. But we're not going to be on the ship. The crew cash is less relevant once we're in the thing in the crew's back there. Until you're flying back, yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, that, 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 that's, that is, that that's is future Naveed's problem. Future Naveed's mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. Current Naveed needs to live for future Naveed to have a problem. Sounds fair. So we'll give up that uh, second crew cash. Okay. And uh, so, so your coin activates and okay. will effectively say you are unaffected by the damage okay. as a result. So do I get the two cards I discarded back or draw back just up to six? I'd say you get them back. Okay. With this idea that it's kind of turning back time, yeah, you could pull those back. That makes okay. sense. And any of the potential you would have discarded because of how much it drops you, don't worry about discarding it. Still cool, cool, good. Cool. Because that, you wouldn't draw back. So everything's okay. Everything's fine, guys. Now, catch being, I now have a three-card cash. Yep. Anytime you could potentially get injured. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Had to draw an ace. But on the plus side, the traps have been taken care of. <laughs> See, all those face cards are now in his, in his discard. That's true, yeah. You now know those have gotten low, which means getting closer to a joker, right? That's, that's how that works? Well, you're also closer to like a five and a... Mm-hmm. And twos and threes. And a seven, which is very nebulous and just like in the middle, fucking right. middle. Yeah, right in there where you're like... Super annoying. So I would come back and let you guys know that, hey, path's clear, everything's fine. So oh, is this, oh, yeah, that, 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 that looks fine to you. The ship can still fly. Do you know that? You're hearing, like, (laughs) echoes off from the background. Get him below deck. We'll get the medic. Bring the corpsman. It's not too bad. They'll be okay. This is why we we were prepped for this. We gave the speech and did the thing, and it's... You keep saying that word. Okay. Um, I, I imagine you literally, like, walked over a hill, out of sight of everybody... Cannon fire, explosives, <laughs> lightning, the earth shook a little bit, and then you walk back over and you're like, problem solved. <laughs> Alright, I've got a proposition. <laughs> Un- unscathed, amazingly. That's a very Zach writing thing mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. What is your proposition? Alright, I want to use my lies, lies everywhere. Okay. To get that uh, crew cash back. By saying he actually prevented more damage than he caused. So rules is written. They tend to lean against undoing what just happened. But it's against the hurt. Could she use that Mm. to get a crew cash? Because then they're like, for being it wasn't as bad as it was. Like Mm. it could have destroyed the ship. It's still it's still in that kind of. It feels mitigating what happened. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would lean against a no in that regard. Um, if you wanted to like better your chances uh, with the crew later, where it's like, mm. look, we're going to just heal that part of the crew, take care of that, I could see a play made for that. That would make sense. 
because you're actively spending face card resources, or in the case of a uh, healing the crew, rain magic, yeah, that playing pretty much any of your potential cards could be, yeah, we took care of healing the crew. Later on, you won't get into a situation where it's like, well, the crew was injured. <sighs> I just, I got a lot of face cards, but yeah, it's um, for things that are useless right now. I could see it at the potential of not a we get the cash back, but of a narratively the injuries and damage to the ship won't come up. In that sense, it wasn't that bad. Okay. That is fine because it's not undoing the injuries to the crew. It's preventing the future problem. Yep. It's saying the crew that's there, they're, they're still skilled enough and enough of them there in proper disciplines that, yeah, you won't have a problem based on that. All right, and I can use my lies for that? What was the list of it again? Or the name of it again? Lies, lies everywhere. Mm. Yeah, I could see it. Definitely in that, like, meta spirit behind it, where it's like, oh, yeah, that was bad, and it's like, no, not as bad as you think. No, it was kind of bad. Like, people were still injured. But ship's fine. And then if Alexandra was to heal the injured people, what Mm. impact would that have on the future? Further injury to the crew will likely not result in their death. Um, what would it be to heal them? I, it, for... Is it like a contested roll against you? No, it's simply take one of your cards and expend it. Doesn't have to be face because it's healing magic. Okay. And that's Mm -hmm. what you do. All right, so there you go. No four. I'm gonna do this thing. Okay. I healed the crew though. So oh, nice. So they won't hate us so much. Other eye. Right. Thank you. I. And you get a fill in. So dog. you're going with the. It's not as bad as it looks. The ship itself was rather fine. Like despite the injuries to the crew and whatnot, ship's fine. I uh, catch will be. Leon, there is a problem with the ship. You just don't know about it, and your lies paved over it. To the idea that, upon inspection, the crew will realize, oh no, this this damage was done when we got hit, not anywhere but after that. Okay. So it will point fingers at you once they get back to being like... I'm good with that. Yep. So are we saying one card ending? One card ending, yeah. It's nothing major. And this would definitely be deception. This is deception. Can I use human lie detector to help? I kind of think not. <laughs> mm, yeah, not in that regard. Yeah, I, I do You'd this long like, speech about this, and she no, he's, you, he's you, lying. This is more of like because it, it's supposed to be like hedging the the ante. I'm it's, supposed to be. It's it sounds like to some degree that it's lying about things being in bad condition. Mm. That and that it's like, it's it's a lie that's good enough to cover up the fact that it's like, oh yeah, no, nothing bad will happen from here on out, systems-wise. Okay. Then... Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one, click. I yep. get brown. 16. There you go. You're good to go. See, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, yeah. A quick check over and soothing words. Anything that's actually damaged in any dangerous way. 
I don't need to worry about it right now. Ship took the hit, and it's fine. As we walk back to the door, I would just point out to you all of the traps that we're not setting off. I'm very glad that my ass is not blown off by those traps. You're looking at strange assortment of, like, blow dart traps, landmines. I I point to a rock at one point. Magical ray guns. It's a rock. It's not a trap. You don't know that? I'm pretty sure it's a fucking rock. I tripped over it. It started over there, and then it got over there. Thank you for moving that very dangerous rock. See? Everything's fine. You don't know sarcasm, do you? Okay. That's cool. (laughs) Alright, and you make your way to the entrance of this old military complex. Work your way inside a little bit, pushing through a few more doors before you find yourselves at an intersection. Which way would you like to go? We will need a play in this regard. Be it to find the right path, be it that whatever path you go down leads you to the relic. And for this one, I'm going to make it interesting. I need at least two of you to give me a suggestion. And we'll run this as a... as something relatively difficult, as a two-card play. So do we split our two cards, then? No. So we both play two cards. Who, yeah, whoever ends up playing, at least two of you, are putting forth a here's what happens scenario against my here's what happens. Whoever gets the highest value is what happens. Okay, so we're bidding independently. Yep. And to some degree against each other. Yep. But also against me, who's going to propose a rather nasty situation that you stumble down the wrong path and fall into an ambush with the bandits. All right. Okay, I got a suggestion, which is not really good. <laughs> go ahead. Can we like all go around and make suggestions yeah. and as a group decide? I want to use... Yeah, when it comes to negotiation, you can like propose edits to whatever it is. It's okay. still whoever's making the proposition's final decision. Of, yes, this is what I want to go with. But mind you, especially for this one, and even in other circumstances, if somebody's like, I'd like to do this, you can be like, I'd like this to happen instead. And then two competing ideas with a third from the game master, whatever that usually more negative outcome will be, (laughs) are all then playing off against each other. Okay. So, Robert, go first, if you would, please. So, I'm wanting to use my... Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a woman of wealth and taste. Okay. And uh, I've had some learning, and I've studied temples. And mm-hmm. I know, basically, which way to go. Okay. So, you're going from the aspect of, this looks military on the outside, but this is actually, like, this is a temple. Mm-hmm. That there's, like... Yeah, changing that fact. That it's like, no, this isn't a military complex. This is 
either something religious or along those lines. That sounds interesting. So you know where to go. Okay. What else happens as a part of that? So you know where to go. You lead the group there. I lead the group there, and we get the drop on our enemies. I like it. Okay. That fits within a two-card play, I'd say. Who's got another idea? I could work mine in with Roberts, because I have can't see me coming. Okay. That, that would be more of a... An assist, a, in assist. that case, yeah. Yeah, well, I can't assist. I would have to be just to play two cards, because I don't have assist cards, but mm-hmm. that's the only decent so, idea I have. So you could propose a similar but different idea? Basically, yeah. Something like, along the lines of... I don't know which way to go. Whatever way we go, they won't be able to see us coming if we do happen upon anybody. Okay. And that, again, is where the queue system kind of comes into effect. If what, you're, or if what you're, you say happens, then this is a temple, a place of worship. What you said happens, still a military base is expected. It keeps sure. that trappings and... I mean, unless you'd like it to shift or change in some way. It doesn't matter much to me what kind of building it is. Uh, okay. Would anybody else like to propose an outcome? Are you good? I don't have anything good. I mean, you can always throw something out there and be like, I want to get rid of some cards, right? Yeah. Now, mind you, if you win, <laughs> that rough situation you came up with happens. I mean, the only thing I could pitch would be kind of a cut to the heart of the matter, being able to just naturally know this is the most the direct way to go. straightest path. And I'd definitely ask to build upon it a little bit of saying, what about the bandits? They're a clear element in play. Your cut to the heart of it is that you found them. You found the artifact without them. It'd be very much a... We just got straight to the relic. And... We managed to do it in such an efficient manner that... The bandits were still trying to navigate and figure out where they were going. But I... Uh, there you go. Don't I think that your guys is you guys probably have some a better option. What about you, Lance? You want to throw anything together? Because mind you, all of you who are making an attempt here uh-huh. are attempting, and that will bubble in that skill bubble. Mm-hmm. There's always another way to solve this. Ooh, go on. There's actually a secret entrance that I find. Hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. And I get there. And they have no idea that that is a passage. Okay. All right. Question. Would mm-hmm. my idea be a leadership thing? Strategy, leadership. I could see it along the lines of King, if that's mm-hmm. what you're leaning towards. Yes. Because, yeah, that's... That's always the weird, fun part about it, where you're like, I kind of have to guess. But yeah, most of the time, it's fairly clear. Okay. So, two-card play. Everybody got their cards ready? Yeah. Oh, we're all playing? If you put if forward you, a... If you put forward an idea, <laughs> good to go. I thought... Okay. I thought we were like trying to see how better I did. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's just go for it. It's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> Part of it is exploring the system and seeing how it goes. You're right. So since my score is a one for that, you I can are limited to one. Yeah, now, mind you, that can also be a good play if you're like, I'm just playing a joker, so it doesn't matter. Bye. Okay. Three, two, one. How we would have tied. Ooh, yeah. It's a king and a queen, so there's 20. <laughs> 16. 18. 18. All right. So as you make your way inside, you find out as you notice nice flowing uh, tapestries and rugs on the wall, iconography denoting what appears to be worship of some beings from times long past. That's not bad. (laughs) Despite that outward face, it seems indoors is a very different location. And... As you're making your way through, you come across the group of bandits currently parked at another intersection. You can see a little ways off in the distance a set of glass doors, and behind it, on a pedestal, a little glowing and rotating rose. The bandits currently seem busy arguing with one another about what's the best way forward. Arguments consisting of, it clearly has to be trapped. Did you see what we had to dodge on the way out here? On the way in. To, there's no way they would put traps in here. This is clearly a like place of worship, a safer place. All right. <laughs> so I would put forward a conditional, to whoever has an idea, uh, one card cash of you got the drop on them. So anything you want to do that involves avoiding, sneaking around, fighting, or negotiating with these individuals will gain that one card cash. Alright. So, this is a horrible idea. But I really want to do it. Oh boy. <laughs> I know where this is going immediately. Alright. So I want to use my shock and awe shit. Ooh, no I don't. (laughs) Alright. To step up and... So the idea behind this power is it's incredibly powerful, Mm -hmm. but it's also incredibly dangerous. So my thought is I can take them all out in one shot, but it destabilizes the temple. Oh, sweet Hmm. Jesus. (laughs) I would definitely put that at a very high play. That sounds like a difficulty two or three from the effect you're trying to get out of it being destabilizing a whole platform. That is that is an incredible amount of power, even for a power that is designed to be extremely powerful. Alright, how can I bring that down to one? You can't. Don't, can't. Yeah, don't. You can't. Don't destabilize the entire island would be part of it? Well, I'm not trying to destabilize the entire island, just like the... Like an Indiana Jones temple thing? Yeah. What do you mean by destabilize? Like, it starts... Crumbling? Indiana Jones falling apart sort of thing? Okay. Um, eh, I'd put that up around two. That's a two. You're doing... You're knocking out a group of people. 
It sounds like at least a two. At least a two for the knocking out a group. Yep. And destabilizing the area means it's making it dangerous for whatever you're doing later. That's okay. Um, if you want to buy it down to a one, somebody's got to get injured. Or somebody's. Okay, so I'm going to try my luck at this and leave sure. it at a two. Leave it at a two, okay. So, counter offer. Your shock and aw shit turns all into aw shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you electrocute yourself Ooh. for a minor injury. And your companions will do a luck draw to see who also gets a minor injury from the aw shit. If anybody wants to do a competing idea. Yeah, so <laughs> how do we feel about a competing idea of us just trying to sneak past them? <laughs> I do have can't see me coming. Sounds good. And I could assist you. Okay. With walking I'm still going to try mine. No, yeah. It, <laughs> that's part Actually, of the reason why I like this system. Because it's not then just you against oh, me. Oh, I can't assist you. And I'm the bad stuff that happens. It's if I can't do it, Maybe they can. Of course, using potential for this means whatever I use is gone for the next five in-game hours, but if it succeeds, it succeeds. All right. So I'm going to make a pitch that... So walking between the raindrops, we're able to skirt around the bandits in such a manner, and I'll even up this to a three... Like, we get the relic and get out without them noticing. That sounds I'm, fucking great. I'm not quite ready to have the relic dealt with. Ah! You can get to the relic room. That's as far as we'll go for this part. Then two? Still two, yeah. That's fair. Unless someone else has better it. Because the, the My... idea is to keep the play difficulty the same for everybody. Okay. Yeah. My idea is to be able to sneak to the relic, to the artifact, and not alert the crew. They're so immersed in fucking arguing that they don't notice a handful of us sneaking by. I'm not gonna. Well, assume, I'm not gonna say. Okay, so not just you. Does it you need to in like? I mean, it depends. How, How do you want this to look? Is it all right? Hold on, guys. I got this, and you head over to grab it. I think or the two it, of us would be best. The two of you go, and then the two of you are in Hanging your back. setup, keeping an eye on the bandits. In case they do notice, and they okay. can get taken Still out. Still ready to maybe jump on. Yeah, because you're good, yeah. at, good at getting rid of traps. <laughs> so my idea is the two of us can sneak over there with my can't see, us, see me coming, and get in there with the artifact to grab it. Before the bandits notice. Our idea sounds so much better than mine. But I feel like ours are pretty similar. Well, in my idea, I wanted us all to go. <laughs> I think that's not feasible. It's still your choice if you want to make the play. But mind you, even the attempt gets you that bubble. You know what? We're going to attempt all of us going. Okay. I'm going to go 
What you got? Arbiter of Conflict. Ooh. I want to announce our presence. <laughs> Remind them of our earlier shock and awe. Okay. And let them flee with their pitiful lives. <laughs> I like it. Sweet I, Jesus, are we not the cockiest bastards? <laughs> I like it, though. <laughs> okay, so we've got shock and awe to eliminate them. I'll say render most unconscious, if not lethal to some, because it's dangerous to control. With... Hmm. Okay, so now I've got to readjust my failure for the lot of these. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of a lot of possibilities now. So we'll go with the failure being the bandit's spot, whatever it is that I ended up trying to do. Uh, here we go. Since since it is that quantum state, if if I win, the bandits basically overhear you guys arguing <laughs> about what to do in hush, hush tone, but still. Oh, um, and they get the jump on you, removing the advantage you have against them. Okay. And they'll jump into a more combative stance with a one-card bonus, one-card cash for whatever combat they get themselves into. All right, and this is a two this is a two. Uh, nobody can use the general cash that is sneaking up on them mm-hmm. because we have opposing ideas on where that's going. Okay. I'll use but mine. there's still that potential stealth available. Okay, for so how do I use my later. Uh, ancestral cash for this? Okay. Uh, you're making a play from potential, right? Mm-hmm. So you'll make your play, and then you'll say, I'm using the cash. You will draw from your potential pile. Mm hmm. That's it. Whatever you draw gets added. Alright, so... And could I... So if I was going to swing a crowning card for this... Mm -hmm. For what you're doing, that's sneaky. So that would be... A jack. jack. So I'm I'm, I'm invoking my sociability for my culture. Okay, so you'll be throwing a cash in there. Yeah. What do I want them to do? (laughs) (laughs) Very... They're getting the drop on you, so that they're prepping for combat. So that <laughs> does <laughs> It's okay, guys. Back. It's gonna be okay. We got this. Mm. I got mm. this. Mm. Is it a joker? <laughs> oh no, those are two cards there. Okay, three, two, one. Oh, we got some crowning to do. Yes, we did. Never no, mind. No, we don't. There's a joke. Because I'm sorry, oh. guys. Oh, those were terrible ideas, <laughs> and the failure was way too. Can I crown to try to get a Joker? Sure. Why not? Why not? All right. All right. Dang it! Not a Joker. God damn it. I'm sorry. I don't know what the rules are on this that This is one, like the not? first system I think we've ever played where rationality has a way to actually fucking win. And I've never felt so vindicated in my entire goddamn RPG life. Okay. That's beautiful. How often do our characters go, no, 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 no. too late. Now what? we have a way to go, no, just no. If That's I succeeded, true. we all would be in the relic room instead of two of us. That being said, 
discard your hands. A joker has been played. Sorry, guys. And draw up some new cards. We shuffle oh, play just draw, not oh, shuffle? No, shuffle back in and yeah. draw. Sorry. It's just the play hand, right? Just the play All of our things could have worked out if we didn't fail. In hers, <laughs> they would have been incapacitated. In his, they're all they, gone. They were, they're all gone. They would have been interesting. That's fair. In mine, we all get to the relic. Yeah. I, as DM, would have enjoyed any of those circumstances. All of them could have worked and been okay. I, I admittedly like this like state where it's like there's still the potential for combat. You've made it into the relic room. That's what I was thinking. Like we've it's still split the party. One of my favorite things. <laughs> it's still ripe with possibilities, mm-hmm. but we don't start off combat like with the drop on us and fucking injured. That's true. So it just I had a pretty good hand. A lot of people did. I played an ace and a queen. Mm-hmm. I played an uh, ace and a face card. Yeah. yeah. See. No. I probably should have said this earlier, but since the Joker came out and we're shuffling hands anyways, not a big deal. You can only crown once mm-hmm. per action. So if you had that, like, jack and ace... You don't get to use an ace and a jack. Yeah. Yeah. I use the ace because I don't have a jack. That's fair. Yeah. I wasn't really sure what mine would come under, That's, so I just used an ace. It's a good way to go, yeah. yeah. I'm afraid it's going to be in the room with thing, though. <laughs> All right, so Alexandra and oh. Navid. Yep. As the bandits are arguing, the two of you slip by them craftily, carefully. You get eaten using by a monster. A grew because it's dark. <laughs> oh, shit, that's so bad. All the a while, Veretta's going, Ha! I told you! <laughs> okay. Well, I, Rowan and Veretta are standing guard, kind of okay. con- continuing in this position of looking down. On the bandits, still keeping that advantage, should you want to jump them, or should you need to jump them, with the way things are going. Because there's always that chance that, I mean, you're, you're coming up against a group of four or five, or five of them, so there's a decent chance somebody gets injured along the way, even if you do come out on top. Okay. As you've made your way in the room, you still see the rose in question. It looks a little larger than a normal one. And as you've gotten a little bit closer to it, you can see this is actually hewn from stone. Hmm. So you just... You're smart, right? Take it, right? No. And that's where we'll have a play. No. Yes. What no. do you imagine it's going to take to grab this? Is it as simple as it's just on display and nobody's seen it? <clears throat> this drift rock happened to just be floating by and catch people's attention? And the relic's free for the taking? Um. Or is there something else going on here that you're working your way around? And... Working around those things may grant you some advantages later on. Can I use... Let me hear your idea before I... (laughs) (laughs) Can I use a clever girl to kind of know something about this? Sure. And I also have the trait of I read that somewhere for a cash of one card. Sounds good. So how do you want that to kind of play out? What is it that you learn about this that... I learn 
lets you potentially grab it without issue. Or... Yeah. Yeah, I know how to I know how to take it without getting hurt. Alright. Uh, what do you imagine that involves? Is this a Indiana Jones style pressure plate where you know you've got to carefully measure some sand and swap right. it out? Um, we, how is it? Is it like floating, like Beauty and the Beast style? I think that's part of what Beauty we're Beauty and the Beast here. style, yeah. I know how to deactivate it, the whatever's around it. Okay. Keeping it there. So in your set, something, some magic is holding it in place, and yeah. you can't remove it unless that gets... Yeah, Okay, basically. that makes sense. It's a good security system, I'd say. What color's the rose? I will go for an offbeat, a yellow rose. So what's the difficulty you're going to put on that? It relies on a little bit of his, or historical knowledge, and well, I guess that comes down to how do you deactivate it? How do you clever girl deactivate it? I mean, we could go Resident Evil style with turning all the symbols to the right thing. Sure. There's there's some sort of tapestry on the wall depicting a mm-hmm. grand scene. There's some it plays into the I read that dials. somewhere type thing. Mm-hmm. Where you're you're piecing together a bit of this mythology and going, wait, 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 this is what this means. Set that this somewhere. to this yeah. to this. Yeah. And then we tap the button and it'll Not gently drift down and set itself easy to be grabbed. Yeah, let's try that. Before I what's what's the difficulty here? For her I'd put it at a two. You're okay. solving a puzzle. Uh, there's some well, depth to it. I only have a one and a clever girl, so mm-hmm. can I not do it then? Or? You can still do it. You'll just, you just play one card from your yeah. hand, mm-hmm. and then you'll draw a card from the cash. Oh, okay. Yep. Right. And, and, and in addition to that, I read that somewhere, or for my... For using it, yeah. Okay. So you'll mark right, that cool. as used for the session. That's fine. Okay, cool. So is it fair to say the odds of her having read just the right book to know what the hell to do here pretty low? You didn't have any books Maybe. It, it's part of the reason why that's the cash. Like, mm-hmm. using it in implies in her reality that she read the right book yeah. to know. Just like you with your... With oh, no, your for real. Right. I was going to use that to try to help you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of uh, never tell me the odds. The odds of you actually knowing exactly the book to help with exactly this puzzle. You like those odds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say it's a bit of a stretch to yeah. Well, it is because in terms of... of helping. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, then I don't really have anything to. The cash kind of implies. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna use my. Can I? So before I do the thing, can I use my nice thing, the mulligan? Yeah, if you would like to. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Okay. Discard those. Because that's Draw just a, a bunch hint. of numbers. You want a two and a three. I had a two and a three. Ah. That's what I was trying to... So you're trying to see if you can come up with a different idea. Okay. <laughs> Looks at hand. I don't have any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so... Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it happens, yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're in the in my universe. Yep. It is a very Indiana Jones esque style 
room, and there are traps and plates and lots of things where... The penitent uh, man? If I <laughs> was to mess up, it's going to both alert the uh, bandits and also probably cause some pretty grievous He's harm on my end. <laughs> but I'm going to attempt to... You know what? I'm just going to... Grab it. Grab it. I'm going to just hop to the different plates. And <laughs> spell Yahweh. And remember... <laughs> I think we can swing that and never tell me the odds. Fuck, he's right. Yeah, I could see that work. So, the counteroffer to the two of them, then, is... <laughs> the bandits have been planning this all along. The two of you approach. You're able to disable the trap, mm-hmm. pick it up, and they immediately descend on you because they've been waiting for you, the smart explorer knights you are, to solve this trap and puzzle. Four. And then just take it from us. And just take it from them. Well, that so, sounds interesting. So they, if they succeed, will move in. And for the ensuing combat, will put themselves in a position where they've got a leg up. And they will eliminate the surprise cache you have. And mm. give themselves a surprise cache of their own for the ensuing battle. And you said this would be a two? A two. What crowning card would fit for what I described to you. You're running off a of luck, so I almost want to say that's just an ace. Okay. Because you're not necessarily being like sneaky or deceptive. It does say it's... nefarious doings next to Jack. <laughs> I don't have any... That's not really anything it's... nefarious, though. <laughs> I assume everything you're doing yeah, is just fair. a little <laughs> bit nefarious. Your character can always use a Jack. <laughs> okay. That and could then... honestly just be your fucking relic. Mm-hmm. In situations Nefarious. like this, how do like does potential add to whatever we're doing, or is potential something that I would use on a separate thing? Usually a separate thing. Okay, potential cool. would be like I want to use magic in this sort of way to do a thing. Usually your play will be a play of potential. So I couldn't use a win potential cashier, unless you rework what you're doing to be wind based. Oh no, that. You reach out with the wind, pull that back to you, or use your magic to disable whatever nah, let's just wind magic was holding it in place. So when you default, you can only use one card? It is a drawn one oh, off the drawn top. drawn off the top. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It That's is a, I got no idea, but I need to do something. Yeah. And it's a way to potentially gain new skills, so there's an advantage to try. All right. Oh, boy. <laughs> yes! <laughs> For... For this scene, I am leaning on letting them finish, just narratively. But I did, I'm curious what you got, so lay it on me. Okay, so I want to approach the crew and hopefully still be able to use my surprise crash because they don't know I'm here yet. Mm-hmm. And Depending on where you're going with it. I want to use, please allow me to introduce myself. And I want to negotiate for them to join our crew, since we're down a couple of people. I healed them. They're fine. We're fine. That's true. <laughs> okay. Or persuade them. Hmm. Dang. If I didn't have to shuffle, I would have had an assist. Well, I'm sorry. 
Yeah, now I'm trying to figure out narratively how I want that flow to work. Because I like the idea, but I also know if I end up winning it, you can't really do your idea. Mm. But the fail would be the same. The fail would still be the same, yeah. The, you guys would be grabbing for the rose. And combat would be started. It would have been a set of trap. They would have even mm-hmm. known that she was coming. And at that point, yeah. I work in a very simple way of getting the rose, and we're good to go. Because I, I want this scene to resolve getting the relic. Okay, so one of them says, oh yeah, I know how to get it. Okay. okay, boss. So through teamwork, you know. Okay, yeah, we just grab it. Teamwork. And you're able to suss out through the argument of that group which one it is. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Okay. We've got the setup. Would you like to join <laughs> for help here? anyone? Because you may choose somebody to assist, should you so desire. I can't help and I don't have a race in this horse. That's yes. fair. Okay. So, Dyslexia. But, so, yeah. I'd like to draw on you a surprise joke cast. Left. Wait, you and do. I'd like to draw on my uh, it's a reshuffle. persuasion cast so. from my culture. As long as the two of you are okay with that group cash being used or the surprise cash, then you may. Otherwise, it will not be used. But it is the group's decision in that regard because it is a group cash. Okay. We'll need the surprise cash if one of us succeeds. We will need the surprise cash. Uh, You lose the surprise cash if if you fail. Fail. If you succeed, we still have to fight them. No, we could sneak back out. Yeah, that's the whole point. Can you sneak back out? Yes, that's the point. That's what we do. Snuck in. Yeah, they snuck in. Yeah, so why wouldn't they be able to sneak out? It'll be another play. It'll be something you've done before, so it'll be slightly easier. Unless you want to try to up the ante on it somehow, but... And it still leaves you the opportunity to try to make another play similar to what you're doing. Alright, well, if you don't want me to use the surprise cast, I'll just use my own. Okay. Okay. Alright. Cards ready? Three, two, one. Are there any jokers? Ooh, I get to... See no jokers. And I used knowledge, so I get to crown. Mm Mm-hmm. Knowledge for crowning. Oh, oh, wow. Well, unless I draw a joker, well, that's a 29. That's, that's a, a 30. It's on 23. 23. That, dang, yeah, that's a 30. These and two are off 20. the top of my deck, guys. Yeah. Oh. This is the only one I had in my hand. She's a witch. Just love <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I actually happen to be good at she, card games. She's just a weird psychic girl. Like I that. am. <laughs> And I am legit, like, decent at card games. I you guys have never played Euchre with me, have you? I think so, in Salem, no. we would have considered a weird psychic girl to be a witch. Yeah, but we're not in fucking Salem. <laughs> Alright. And so, I can only crown once, but yeah. Yep. So it's a 30. Okay. I'm right. sorry. So I feel bad making all these decisions. <laughs> I mean, that's the point Kills. of the system, though. But you have the power to make it happen. <laughs> And there's it's, plenty of other things. It's to be so fair. weird for that to it be is. a thing. It's, and yeah. there are plenty, <laughs> plenty fair, of man. other ways for Stephen to kill us. It, it's true. Or you to kill us. It's not the point, but it's true. I've been, you know... We could have replaced our crew, though. That is still on the table. <laughs> they have not acted. 
you simply have collected the rose by using some knowledge and uh, some lore that you had remembered. Mm-hmm. You remember a little bit about this particular religion and, and what I get they to do help a cool do. Puzzle. Yeah, do a quick little like uh, rotating or slidey puzzle of sorts. Press the little button and watch as it descends as the magic deactivates. And now the group of you have one last thing to overcome on the island. I have. We have to get out. Getting by these bandits. <laughs> I have the rose and I lean over to you and whisper, Oh, look, honey, you got me a rose. And I put it in my pocket. That was more sarcasm. <laughs> so, we will be taking. I would jab you in the side with the butt of my neck. Plans to get out. Be they descend upon the pirates, be convinced the bandits, be it sneak back out. However you see yourselves getting out of this, I will tell you my counter for it will likely be combat. You don't get out of this? It'll, it'll end up being a combat, which will just I be just, another play of people making combat ideas. I, I just know, want to sneak back out the way we came in. I told you everything would work so, out. See? Okay, so I want to use my thunderbolt of lightning very, very frightening <laughs> to scare them away. Okay. Spook them up. I like it. It fits within very nicely. Okay. Um, I like it. <laughs> I imagine while the lightning is striking, Bohemian Rhapsody is actually, actually just playing. playing. <laughs> okay, sorry. Just the music, none of the lyrics. Because we can't have that copyright strike. <laughs> okay, so scare them off. Wonderful option, I like it. I just want to sneak back out without them noticing. Sounds With good. My compatriot. Patriot. Mm-hmm. You're of course, out. what are you that is kind of using? Yeah, kind of, kind of, what's your I will probably use Can't See Me Coming Again, um, a nimble, you know, agility and speed. I could use nimble and quick, and I could use Can't See Me Coming. A little both. Either way, it's it's arc. I know, I'm just trying to see if I could assist you, and I don't think I could swing where there's a wall, there's a way into this. Um, is there any way you could use your potential to do a thing? Are any of your wind-based ones kind of stealthy? I can do wind walker, like the idea that just... You're literally walking on wind. Yeah. Like moving that like sounds a shadow. great. It makes no noise. That's neat. I like it. Sounds awesome. That way you can potentially lean into your potential cache mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And then I could use wind potential cache to flip one off the top, yeah? Yep. All right. So even with the potential, it has to be a two or a three. Yep. I if you're aiding somebody else, yes. All right. Want to be sure? Okay. So you're actually aiding the stealthiness and using a bit of magic to do so. Okay. I you cannot use your cash to help. Oh, I can't give her yeah. the cash either. That's yeah, the cash. Yeah. All right. You what still have um, the face? Card. What crowning card would you say I'm using for this? Uh, it's stealth. It's that's sneaky. definitely that's, a jack. That's yep. jack. I mean, I could definitely make a case for strategy, but that's okay. A little bit, yeah, but it's mostly it's that. That's mostly, fine. Yeah. Mostly that's that cool. deception. That's cool. But yeah, they, they are meant to be a little more loosey-goosey in that regard. Loosey-goosey? That's a phrase people don't use often. Sorry. I'm glad Jason <laughs> can't hear me because he'd be like, people don't say that. Okay. I was expecting an echo from the hallway. <laughs> Alright. Okay. So I made it. I, I assumed it was lightning. a difficult Are you going to assist either of It's just a one. Okay. You, I assumed you it was stuck by them once before. Okay. It's just kind of doing the same thing again. Okay. That being said, yeah, if you're using a cache, you'll add to it. If somebody's assisting you, that'll add to it. 
Looks like I can use my uh, survival cache so to not be noticed. With a difficulty one, one two. Yep. Every, everybody's running with the same difficulty same as difficulty. the idea. So I can only use one card. You can only play one card. Okay. If you've got a cache, you can throw that into. But that's always a top deck, right? That's always a top deck. Yep. In the same way that, yeah, if you play a crowning card, that's also top decked as well. That element of luck gets thrown in. Um, I don't think uh, I'm a bastard and it gets me into trouble. <laughs> Not the way you're going with it. You would have to approach it from a different angle. Alright, I'm jumping out and... Uh, just thrown it in the middle of them regarding all the supplies and if I fail they get to drop on me <laughs> really bad I mean yeah they're they're getting the drop that's set up here we go and I'm kind of a bastard because I don't trust them to do this right I could see that set up yeah the okay yeah they got it but they don't know how to get out of there uh, oh, I see that that makes sense. Okay. My idea is <laughs> indes- yeah! indestructible wall. Okay. I'm using my potential Ooh. to basically cage them. Nice. Us or the bandits? The bandits. Cool. All right, just checking. Felt like I had to know that. It's not a bad idea. They will not be harmed. Now <sighs> we fight. <laughs> they cage us and they just fight the fight. bandits. Yep. <laughs> Okay. I'm getting a very you shall not pass vibe from me. Right. <laughs> I hope these bandits aren't a Balrog. Alright, so what are you playing? Sounds like a bad thing. Potential. Yeah, so you're playing off potential, you're using your... And I'm using my, my ancestor. So. Nice, alright. We got a lot of people running in this one. I like it. I can it. actually feel my heart racing on this one. I'm pretty excited. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lose, is what I, what I really feel. Alright. Three. Two. One. Well, bandits don't win. Ooh, ooh, we got some high flying ones. But in the end, can't read those. Robert's come out on top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you couldn't just let me do the thing. I would have beaten them, and we would have been. I am a bastard. <laughs> Congratulations! I like you more than someone. <laughs> <laughs> We're on our way to being, like, best buds right now. Okay, so you jump on in there. Um, Mechanically, I'm going to say throw in another cash into that combat advantage. Just because I don't think you really negotiated for one, but that seems like a good default of a one. Uh, And we do still have a surprise cash. Yep. So, bastard strikes first. The... Two of you then are moving in at this point, and you still have that surprise position of they're all looking at her. <laughs> so we'll then go with a combat. All right. So with combats, you're usually looking at something where if you want to try to buy down the difficulty, you're putting a wound on yourself, usually minor for a single difficulty. Man. These are relatively skilled pirates. They've been doing this for a while. Did any of them run away since I did succeed? You were going with the bastard angle, though, right? Yeah, you changed Not your... the potential. So in that regard... No, I, I used potential. So then you wouldn't be using the bastard. Right? Bastard is a cash. Oh, is a cash for it. 
Yeah. Okay. No, okay, sorry. I misunderstood what you're going for. I thought you were reworking what you're doing. So, yeah. Problem solved. Yeah. As she steps out, lightning cascading from the ceiling. Some strange guitar riff. I feel like yeah. I'm watching Count Just at this point. Electric guitar riff streaks across as well. And a lot of them just jump and just start booking it in opposite directions. They have cleared the path. No longer a threat. And I go, ha! I save all your asses. (laughs) But we were fine. (laughs) Okay. We didn't need... (laughs) Should I just say thank you? Yeah. Thank thank, thank you? (laughs) Back to the ship. (laughs) As fast as possible. Alright. Just gonna book it. Yep. Sounds good. To make your way back to the ship, not much in the way of problems as you're making your way back. Because I already set off the traps. Yeah. The pirates have regrouped. Damn. Yep. And they're making a run on your ship. Mother. F- so how does this play out? I cuss a lot. I'm putting this as a difficulty two. Are we trying to like kill them or sneak past them? Depends on how you're looking at it. On a failure, the pirate ship or the uh, bandits are attacking your ship. They end up killing a quarter of your crew, getting the drop on them because they are waiting for you to board. Not acceptable. But you do manage to board the ship. You are not stranded alone here. I mean, so worst case scenario, we lose the crew, but again, that's what the speech was for. (laughs) The speech doesn't fly the ship. Yeah, no, half the crew will fly the ship. It's all good. Do you know that? Can you repeat what that means? So that's that's the fail condition. You're You're looking at a difficulty two, <laughs> where the pirates are going to basically make a, a run across a bombard of the ship. They will kill a quarter yeah. of your crew. All right, but you will still make it there. No other injuries. How many bandits focused on your ship are in this group? Like, is there an obvious leader? Is it just a group of bandits? All right. What do you want to be? Okay. What do you got? Yeah. We'll counter offer first. Okay. So what are you counter offering? We upgrade this to a difficulty three. Oh god. All right. I like this. Um, Sounds like something I would do. I have to be okay with this. I'm using. What's this counter offer? Steal the earth. Mm-hmm. And with a war cry, I charge out and rally the crew, and we defeat the pirates. Okay. So take lead of that battle. Make that happen. Difficulty three on that. Okay. I I would boost failure then. I would be looking at... Half the crew ends up dead. Through some bad leadership on somebody's part. We leave that up in the air. Well, you're Since, the captain. <laughs> Since it's not necessarily you being the one to run out in this circumstance causing it, but pirates really get the drop on you, and on top of that, they manage to get a salvo to the lot of you, doing a minor injury to each. Okay. My suggestion is, there was that turret that fired on our ship. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a Mulan, fire it on a rock slide, and it's just going to hit their, their ship. Okay. 
as, as a always another way to solve things. I like it. You have three for thinking that? around the problem. So when we assist, it doesn't matter what face we use, or it does. It, it does depending. You on have to narratively make it fit. Yep. So okay. it's whatever skill attribute cool. potential right. you're using. Zach, what idea do you have? <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I don't know if you are. No, I'm not. You do realize he has a three, three cash against you. I I will put it out there. Defeat the pirates in this case is they leave and there's no injuries. Yeah. To your crew. Not necessarily that you've sunk their ship. Right. Okay. So they could find us later. In other words. Potentially, yes. But that's double they will have been that's defeated, a, and that's, that's... a future ass problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, now you're thinking. Now you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's really starting to click for you. It's yeah. a future us problem. <laughs> I like it. Still missing the sarcasm, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so none of this ends well. <laughs> that's, so, yeah, that's a good way to summarize yeah. it. We're going to... Yeah, none of this ends well, so why not? Are you going to help? Or are you going to oh, propose no. a new offer? I'm going to propose a new offer. Sure. So the bandits mm-hmm. have an obvious leader who's up on some sort of animal that people use to ride to show, hey, I'm your leader. And for some reason, the bandits care about hierarchy. And sure. so given that this is a difficulty three, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw one of like, ni- throw one of my knives to just hit the leader... Right smack in the back of the head. Nice. Yeah, that's a three. You're throwing a knife from ground to a ship that is trying to make a run on yours and strike a single target. (laughs) Yep. That sounds about right. What what skill are you using for this? Cut to the heart of the matter. I like it. Yeah, that's fitting. And... I don't know if any credit cards work for me. (laughs) I will... Cutting the heart of the problem. I will assist him by using tougher than I look and shoving some people out of the way so so we can get a clear shot. What face card might be applicable here? Come on. That's that's combat. That is is a king or an ace. Okay. Now, while you're thinking about what you want to put out, I'm going to counterman, or not counterman, but I counteroffer as well. So, on failure, minor injury to the lot of you, half your crew ends up dead, but pirates uh, eventually are defeated and leave. If you end up succeeding, the crew sees you as that rallying leader, and they go to push you for promotion. Okay. The crew sees Rowan jump on that weapon, that arc cannon, <laughs> blast that ship and save them from that potential attack, that bombing run coming at them, and they push for you to have a promotion. They see the one in a million throw <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, no, that guy. We want that guy as our captain. This is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Of the football, of the varsity football team. Our characters are actually friends. And I don't like Robert's character. So, given that. To which they are pushing for that promotion for you. 
Can I swing and always come up heads cashier? This is pretty much a luck-based thing at this point. You, you are doing a one-in-a-million throw, yes. This but is... In no universe is this a skill throw. No. Like, skill plays into it, but a lot of it is luck, because this is like... I'm trying to think of even the distance. You're throwing... This is like the f- combat equivalent of a Hail Mary. Yeah. yeah. The immaculate Question. Yeah. <laughs> Immaculate reception. Hey, look, title. No, I got my own Thank you. <laughs> immaculate. Is there a three cash thing that still needs to be reaped on against our captain? Hey, uh, in terms of injury, yes, like, I will be diving you into. You know what that. I'm talking about, right? It's like during the seventies or something like that. It was like a like a Packers game or something like that. Yeah, I've heard about it. Yeah, immaculate reception. Yeah. That's why it was. It gets referred to as the Hail Mary pe- ca- or pass, mm-hmm. right? I don't. I don't. It may be different. Well, I think also like a. Our dog is broken. Yeah. Yeah. I need a new one. Leon, I'm helping you. Just... Oh no, 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 you you underestimate how poorly the cards that I played are going to come across. I just wanted to have an idea. That's <laughs> fair. Yeah. Well, I'm helping you regardless. Damn it. So I'm really relying on this thing. <laughs> All right. So because my opportunity, I have the opportunity to do some injury. I will definitely be pulling one of my cash, just so you know. Oh yeah. Off on oh, yeah. this. I'm good. All right. Everybody comfortable and okay with the? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Zach looks so excited. <laughs> I'll put that as okay, but worried. <laughs> I'm fine with that. All right, let's see how this goes. Three, two, one. There's the Joker. Any other Jokers Oh, pop man. Up? That even flipped well. All right, I've got yeah, to see if I can top a Joker. Otherwise, we know exactly what happens. Yeah, well, you could have, to- you could have crowned, though. Not a Joker. No, right. you can't crown off that. I just you feel- played that, though? That was my top deck. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Um... Because you played that from a cash? Yeah, because that's suitless, though, right? Yeah, at that point it's suitless, but it still is an ace. Let's double-check real quick to see if you can try to miraculously draw a joker. Do you want me to see if it matters before you look up? Sure, why not? It doesn't matter. Cool. Okay. Problem solved. I can look that up later. All right. And that also means shuffle those hands. That's right. And discard it. Probably get one last chance, so it is worthwhile to do so. Maybe a little bit more, depending on how we want to end the night. Though, no, I'll be oh, honest. Thank you. Keep forgetting this. I'm pretty happy with that final scene. <laughs> <laughs> they were all good. So I think I was that's... running. He was aiming this dice, nice. and then you just <laughs> blew the shit off. You pull a well defeated, not destroyed. You pull a. Uh, What's what's kind of equivalent to the Malcolm Reynolds in the first episode, right. where you make your way over to the AA gun, do a quick little tinker with this art cannon, line it up, strike it, and that causes its induction hull to fail and it starts sinking real fast, meaning they can't line up a shot, which gives the rest of your crew enough time to get over there, get on the ship, and start moving. At this point, pirates haven't been battered and beaten, and they see members of their crew still there on the island go, now we got to pick them up, limp away and kind of hide to pick up their crew later, leaving you with the option of what you want to do here. 
They're in a position where, yeah, they're basically trying to avoid you. But you can make your way home, set that course, see how that goes. Don't we need to assess the damage done to the ship? There was some damage earlier, but thankfully, because of some uh, careful lies, it's okay. And you healed the crew. Mm -hmm. I did. I just want to make sure the ship is actually, like, flyable. Hey, Mm -hmm. you know what? You were thinking well earlier. You just do the thing. It's future person's problem. (laughs) I think that you're starting to think too much now. (laughs) Sure, so when we're halfway through the flight and we fail a check and suddenly... Hey, that's that's our future problem. (laughs) Not the problem for now. You're making now a very anxious person. (laughs) All right, I'm going to make a play. Mm -hmm. So this this is for your journey back. Think of that as your... Your theme to play. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I want to use Lies, Lies Everywhere. Okay. And I want to convince the crew that this was all my idea and I deserved the promotion. This countermanding what was already, was already done. I would say you can definitely bolster what you did. Now, mind you, I'm leaning towards the idea that this is less of a lie. You did quite a bit to help. No, I'm saying that his actions were my plan. But you didn't do it. Right, that's why it's a lie. Yeah. Well, no, no, like, you weren't the one to perform the action. So, like, trying to get a promotion out of it, mm, I'm not seeing that fly as much. The Gain the respect of the crew, sure. That it's like, oh, you had a great idea. That's great. So you won't even let me lie and say it was me? In that case, no, because you're countermanding what happened and the effect of a draw and an outcome. Because effectively, that'd be like, I want to counterman that joker. And that... Pussed harmlessly. Yeah, it, it detracts from other people's choices and decisions like that. Mm. I'm all for you going for the idea of, like, it was my idea... And yeah, that gains respect to the crew, but that was a big moment. There was a lot behind it. That's why that promotion was something I was like, yeah, let's throw that out there. All right, let me try a different tactic. (laughs) Since this is a smaller moment right now, it's like, yeah, not as much. Um, I use Steel of the Earth Mm -hmm. to rally the crew to go ahead and defeat the pirate ship and sink it. Potentially see that. Okay, so your idea is defeat the pirates now, make your way back, everything smooth sailing from there. And they just sing songs about how I was so great. (laughs) Yeah, gain the admiration of the crew. All right. See that? See that as like a two play? Okay. Any other ideas for. Is there any way I can make it a three play to make it better for myself? We just hit that top. So I'd lean towards no. Okay. Yeah. Two play. Huh? We just hit that crowning achievement. The. Okay. And this is making your way home. So this could be, again, anything. Stumble across a trader who's got some supplies you're interested in or that would sell well. Pirates come back for round two, and you've got the upper hand. 
You send them packing for a second time. It's all peaceful and quiet because you're able to jump from cloud to cloud. Whatever you see, this means of getting home. I'm coming. Why not? There's no downside here. It's the worst thing that happened. That's fair. It's never a good thing when you say that. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, but I want to look fancy. Okay. <laughs> You'd be fancy. All right. Remember, Zach Brannigan here. Yep. Go big, or why did you even come out? Okay. Okay. So, right. as we are on our way back home, mm-hmm. two pirate <laughs> ships move to intercept us. Two's a bit heavy for a two, two. depending on where you're going with this. It's okay. We can do one. Because, yeah, we're trying to go down from the climax. Mm -hmm. So pirate ship's coming back. Mm -hmm. Pirate ship is... It's collected its crew. It's been back and it's collected its crew. They're out for revenge. And... Do we have any weapons on board like the top of our ship that I could just You've got man. an arc cannon? Mm-hmm. So I jump under the cannon and in one shot take out their guns. Not their guns, their engine. Okay. The induction. Sinking their ship. Okay. And so the crew gets to see me just Sinking their ship. So basically the same idea as me, except yeah. it's you. Exactly. <laughs> Because Zap Brannigan can't be outdone. Except <laughs> no, except in success. Only in failure can Zap Brannigan ever be outdone. Is that they're trying to do what I've already done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> except they want that same catch. It's just one step lower because it's like, well, we already have the upper hand. The crew isn't split. It's not raining fire. It's yeah. It's the it's the we don't let the pirates get away. Which sets a different tone. Mm-hmm. And the, the pirates came back, and I sent them back down. So, yeah. I will assist you with knowledge of their ship. And how to <laughs> <about> it. <laughs> okay. Welcome. I mean, I don't know if it's going to work. I might have to waste their You coin. never know. Some Fine. people you get will the play a joker. Yep. It's diamonds. Okay. okay. I, and in terms of failure, I, they come back. They manage to beat up the ship. Uh, they injure the crew. We'll say half the crew gets injured by this. That's why we gave this speech. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I, and we'll do a luck draw for one of you to receive a minor injury in the fighting. But again, you fight them off. It's not grand. <clears throat> it's, it's a bitter success. But you make it home. Like reality. Yeah. yeah. And you know, we gave the speech, so it's okay. <laughs> you keep coming back to the speech. I mean, it wasn't that fucking good of a speech, okay, man? It was the best of speeches. Like, what, a one or a two? No, didn't we make it like a third? No, 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 no. That. That, that was the, that was the yeah. entrance. That's I right. smashed mm-hmm. a bottle of wine and I was floating on air. Okay, so yeah. This, this, <laughs> okay. this feels like a two. Okay. I'm expecting a joker to show up from somebody. Three. Assisting, so it's not me. That's true. Two, one. There it is. Oh, 
We got a Joker off. Oh, Let what? me double check how this goes down. <laughs> I also had a question. If, because if it's two Jokers, I think it's off the top. But it is still escalation. Now the weird part is, since it's between two players, I don't know if I also escalate, but I'm going to assume I'm going to escalate. <laughs> <laughs> Despite not being in this. Actually, okay. no, it doesn't matter. Because I can't win in that you regard. Can't win. Yeah. So let's see. Unless you get a joke off the top, right? You could win. It's another ace, but no, as, yeah. as an escalation. Yeah, in right. terms of an escalation. Um, oh wait, I mean, but I, I wouldn't be in on it. You I wouldn't be in on the X. Precisely. I need jokers and ties. Also, I had a question: of, Can you use a joker yet? on your potential since there's no joker in the potential? You cannot. Okay. But that's why you don't shuffle your potential back in. Yeah. Since if you happen to play a face card that makes sense for your potential, you're still drawn off your play, and you could draw a joker okay. on that. And that is a magically impressive moment. Because you did magic. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Because part of me also looks at this and goes, is it a joker tie, or is it a joker tie, but you're I mean, in the I mean, lead because of two. numbers? Yeah. I didn't but, know you could play cards besides the joker. Well, oh, and yeah, I don't think it would matter, though, because yeah. the joker is like the... It beats it, everything no matter what. The mm -hmm. So it's kind of like an infinity. So, But there are yeah. levels of infinity. Yeah, but in this situation... Oh, boy. <laughs> Curse oh. you and your math. Oh, so, boy. Here we oh, go. Get yeah. Tie bids in which two or more jokers are played are unlikely coincidences and should therefore represent extraordinary coincidence in the game. When participants bid jokers against other, each other, they are obligated to construct the narrative so both outcomes become valid parts of the story. Well, Inherently contradictory may make that difficult, especially if the stakes are mutually exclusive, but with a little creativity, the participants should be able to maintain the intended spirit, if not the actual letter. But the stakes don't have to be mutually exclusive. In this case, I believe you are leading the charge mm. of we're going at them, we've rallied the troops, and you hop on there and one-shot the ship as it approaches. To which the crew is impressed with the lot of you, with it's like, yeah, we can do this sort of mentality. Uh, the rest of the trip back is them singing your praises Except for you, all that you did. <laughs> she got the rose. <laughs> She's the reason we got the roof. <laughs> They're happy about that, but they have admittedly only seen this part of it, which was... I didn't come here to get a fucking promotion, you <laughs> selfish twat. Hey, I'm not... I, I was not being selfish. <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of I'm were. just, like, rolling my eyes in the in, back of the cabin. You know, medicine. sure, point. you wanted your thing to win. That's quote-unquote selfish, yeah. but... In character, you were saving lives. You were being the hero. The, the goddamn heroes. Big goddamn heroes. Big damn heroes, sir. Exactly. Which is how you are hailed as you make your way back. The crew descends out into the streets, drumming up your support. And before you know it, there is an actual little festival held in town for what you have accomplished. Oh god, I don't have to go, do I? You have to go. No, I don't want to go. You, you, you got the rose, you have to go. I, nobody cares. <laughs> well, no, I'm going to tell them. You're going to tell them that you got the rose? No, that you got the rose, and that you have to be there. 
Because I plan on going and bragging to the commander guy that I broke this ship and we still made it back. <laughs> Ship's still in one piece. No, are there going to be snacks? There's going to be snacks. Okay, yeah. fine. There's, there's going to be drinks. It's a festival. There's going to be cakes. There's always there, cake and punch. They're going. If there are snacks, I will go. Cake and punch. That's how you get introverts anywhere. Yep. Great, you can there's be my food. date. No. <laughs> Especially just having said introvert. It's like, on second thought... Uh, <laughs> Admittedly, depending on the intro. This is a fun system. <laughs> I oh, yes. love this, this system. Yeah. Yeah. The Q system is one where I really enjoy where it can be. And it actively yeah. encourages us to all disagree. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> While still at the same time working together in a weird way. Yeah. Because even if it's you make cool. a suggestion, it's still a negotiation. If you're like, here's what I'm saying, but this would be cool if you threw this into yours as well. You've got your idea, and you've got your idea, and you may be like... Yeah, it would be cool if we do it with this, or you know, if this other element happens, that you can then incorporate that into your victory condition. That was awesome. So, check your character sheet, see if any of them have hit enough marks to do a level up for that. Uh, with a promotion, I'm not 100% sure what all that involves, but for a quick little fun thing, I'll say add another card to your hand. Like a max, yep. Or is it? Or would it be like the knight thing as well? Oh yeah, I mean that's not a bad way. You could get an extra knight cash, <sighs> bump that up to two. Where because of your promotion, they're looking at you a lot more of going like, oh yeah, you know, it, more resources go your way. Let me do Does a that, quick little look. Less powerful than. <laughs> oh yeah, extra card is like hit points and potential and a that, lot that's, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Because does that affect? Both your potential hand and your play hand? It would just be play hand. Okay. If you did something like magically oriented around that, then i go like, yeah, that's a potential, a potential increase yeah. as opposed to the other, yeah. I'm very happy that yeah, I have a bad penny. I'll check what other uh, advancement and promotion stuff they have. Because apparently just dancing around traps is a bad idea. <laughs> Only sometimes. <laughs> I didn't Who would have thought? It's not like they have a thing that... I walked back over there. Everything was fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out... Because they do mention some of the advancement ends up being bigger hand size. Okay. But I'm like, how does that? How do you get there? I don't know. So for the last time I drove that joke and I thought, oh yeah, I got this. <laughs> you did. And then like he went said, up to you. They aren't mere yeah. coincidences. Yeah. <laughs> that admittedly is one of those moments where it's like, you're never going to see this, right? And we saw it. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody played a Joker once. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we all four ah. played Jokers. Uh, when a character earns three new attribute ranks, the moderator may opt to have the guild grant the character an additional blaze rank denoting continued experience the advancement within the order of the guild uh, what all does that entail etc etc yeah moderator and player ah, should work to determine just why the blaze was awarded promotion can be granted during play between adventures it was awarded because we were awesome but either way, the reason for the blaze should be or noted on the character's sheet under blazes as a record of ongoing adventures. So I'd assume then blazes are your, I get another card. I'd have to dig into it to be sure. But so, so then... In this case, they're pushing for advancement, but we'll say it hasn't happened yet. 
Go on. I was just thinking, like, mechanically, is that then where you're supposed to signify? That's where blazes are. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, are are we already, quote, at six blazes, and then would we go to seven? In that regard, no. Because you're not going to... Yeah, I'll actually You're not ever going to up to 17 cards. See if they got an index on this thing. Like, 10 cards seems like a significant max. Yeah, would and be so, a lot. And so, filling in the bubbles for the number of cards you already start with, I mean, because... You did say there were instances where, like... And it, it may be something where once you get a blaze, you're kind of negotiating what you're getting out of it. Mm. Where it could also be, I want my potential to go up by a hand size of one, or I want my, my uh, play deck to go up by one. I could see either of those being options. But yeah, I'll probably have to dig into what that actually means, because I'm not seeing a quick reference for what a blaze is mechanically. Yeah. But no, this system is awesome. Super fun. Yeah, I enjoy the hell out of it. <laughs> it reminds me of City of Mist. Yeah, that's what, yeah. I like it because I literally came here with 10 minutes of prep time. Mm-hmm. And that yeah, was I didn't fun even, even for me. <laughs> and I like this mechanic a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, it's. I like that it fluctuates. I think the number of players you have will keep that kind of interesting. Because on, on the plus side, depending on what skills you've got and what you're able to push idea-wise, theoretically you'll burn through those resources, and that then means somebody else will have a chance to succeed where you cannot. Well, and I think at least when we made our characters, we split our foci pretty well. Mm-hmm. But I could also see in a situation where we hadn't taken a couple hours to make our characters and you had more prep time, like a longer campaign, that would seriously deplete character resources. Yeah. Because yeah. who all still has their knight's cash? Me. Me. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then... Actually, let's, let's go a simpler way. How many caches were used? Two. Used one. I used all of them Two. except my knight's cash. There you yeah. go, yeah. yeah. I used Two. one. I used all of them except one potential because I didn't really use potential at all. Hmm. That's something that, yeah, as you get used to the character and get used to kind of how the magic feels. Mostly because the Windwalker thing that I used a couple times, like, oh no, I did use that. My bad. (laughs) I was trying to save my potential for. I used all of them. The magic real dire. Mm -hmm. It's it's an interesting resource to get used to. Because from like a healer's point of view, it's like, okay, when is this serious enough I need to actually heal people? And when is it serious enough that I can actually, I should actually like mm-hmm. make these people go fucking insane? Yeah. Healing First of all, how much should I heal people? Yeah. Healing the, the crew seemed like a good idea. Mm-hmm. That's what, yeah, that's the only time I used it. Yeah. But there will be other times, you know, where it would be appropriate to use it to read somebody's mind or... Make yeah. them terrified of us, you know. Spin some of those other effects on it. You could yeah. have tried to use it on the bandits. I could mm-hmm. have. But you guys were so busy doing other stuff, I was like, uh... <laughs> well, I was trying to sneak around with you. Yeah, no, you were. I thought about... I only have a one in terrifying visage. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I might have, like, tried to construct something to... Spook them. Mm-hmm. Or confine them to where they were type thing you know though if you had a two or three that would have been a situation in which you could have assisted her Mm -hmm. when she was trying to 
Oh, about thunderbolt and lightning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Like you could have made her seem like this massive. I could have. She was working exactly opposite me, though. So I couldn't. <laughs> she was saving us from a problem we didn't have. But was making the problem because that's how Q works. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the fun is like, yeah, the way the way I want things to play out. I am saving you from that danger, mm. which gets really. It gets weird in the meta sense because it's like, there was no danger. Well, technically, there's never any danger if you guys succeed mm. unless you build that into it. And we have to be careful about the things that we try to build into it because then it gives you more ideas for how to fix so- <laughs> mm-hmm. And the more you want out of it, especially in terms of like, hey, I'd like people to sing my praises. I'd like to push for advancement. I'd like you know s- more mechanical things out of it. The more I'm going to go here's what's going to come as a negative should you fail. I got very lucky that that bad penny never came back and bit me. <laughs> I did use it in the that like climactic battle of sorts, but I got one at, or one up by the Joker. So I had a good chance to use it, <laughs> but the Joker still superseded it. Saved you. I didn't need your saving. I'm Zach Brown. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is this is a system that honestly I'm looking forward to seeing about. Thank you. Uh, running Q in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of upwind I haven't dug into just because there's a lot of backstory they build into it, sure. um, and that definitely helps build and flavor the world. Um, it could be an interesting thing this, to run. These are yours. Okay. Yep. yep. But I think part of me is more interested in what I can do with just running games off of Q. It'd be interesting to see this in a different setting. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine this in a modern times, in a pure, like, Tolkien-esque fantasy, or a, a space opera setting. Could be interesting. I'm really glad we put this system in Mm-mm. I'll have to look into their SRD and see what all is, uh, what all they build into the core basic stuff. Here, I'll keep the extra character sheet in case. Yeah. Jason needs to make a character at some point. Just looks at it. Are you okay, Dave? Are you sure? Oh, nope, you fell. Are you alright? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, when you're walking like me, I think we have a problem. <laughs> Take your insulin, right? Your blood sugar I just admire you so much. And I just <laughs> we all know that's not true. Yeah, like, if I was to say there's a problem to the system, it's that sometimes you can feel like your good ideas get superseded by somebody else. Yeah. But part of that I do put is like, well, you know, stow your ego a bit. But at the same time, yeah, definitely try to work with people, make those things happen. On the other hand, it gives people who normally don't get to have their ideas it's play true. out actually happen. Yeah. And I it's that was part of the fun of it, actually. Just yeah. Like, no, <laughs> that's stupid. Complete. I want to do this. No, I want to do this. It's completely and it was kind of awesome. Like, I felt like there was actually weight to the cards. I'm like, yeah. Mm, yeah. These, these hold power. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's that old adage of, it's not for everyone. Like, 
Mm-hmm. It, it's not for everybody. So. Do you have a person yeah. it? It is an interesting one. But I think it works well for us. Yeah, and it's, again, I'll say it again. It's one I'm curious about getting into a bit more and seeing what all Q has to offer. And yeah, Lance, when we were being super sneaky the whole time, and then just sneaking at the end and stealing all the thunder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and be quiet, and I got this. It's going to be fine. And bam! Showed up when it mattered. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those where you're like, man, I hope nobody else plays a joker. I'm sitting on this and I can't wait. How long did you have that trip? Well, literally just that hand. Like, oh, whoa. whoa. Yeah, because, like, you guys shuffled over and over. Oh, so. yeah, that's true, yeah. It's not like I had it for very long. Well, and part of the reason I played it when I did was because we were talking about how you should keep a joke in your hand for too long. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. Because it's well, a bad feeling when somebody's like, I played a joker, shuffle, and you're like, yeah, right? Because yeah. the first time you played a joker, I had a joker in my hand, and oh. I had to shuffle it. And I was like, God damn, damn it. it. But, like, I didn't have anything to, like, play at that time, because mm-hmm. it was, like, the first thing we did, you know? Yeah, and it's yeah. before I really introduced the idea of yeah. multiple people pushing for an idea, but, yeah. Also, I didn't care what the crew looked like, so That's I fair. didn't have a horse yeah. in that race, so to speak. Mm-hmm. The crew but, are just a bunch of goths. Well, they should have been horses. <laughs> we have a centaur crew. <laughs> no, just horses. Just horses. Just horses. <laughs> There'd be shit everywhere. 